Hello, and welcome to episode number three of the Corner Kicker Podcast. In tonight's show, we will be discussing Match Day 3, the Champions League, the Saturday Premier League fixtures, and Inter-Miami's two most recent matches, including an emphatic win at home today against Cincinnati. Make sure you stay tuned for the next couple of days as well, because we will doing, be doing a shorter bonus episode for El Clasico and Manchester United versus Liverpool, both of which are being played tomorrow. I am joined today by Joseph, an Arsenal fan, and Kieran, a Manchester City and Julian Carranza fan. Boys, say hello. Welcome to the Corner Fitter Podcast. Oh, the moon went out. This is this is honestly the the highest day like quality of, of soccer that I could experience, unless like USA win the World Cup or City win the UCL. This is as good as it gets. Let's cut to the chase here. Um, Inter Miami played today. Versus Cincinnati, the game ended about 30 minutes ago or something like that, close to it. Um, Inter-Miami winning 5-1, and Kieran, tell us that I mean, special so, moment. you know, goals, 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 and then you get to the end, right? So we're doing all right. It's like, you know, okay, Morgan's playing pretty well. Higuain's having an okay game. Both Higuain's playing pretty well. 84th minute. This is where it gets interesting, right? 84th minute, substitution, Julian Carranza comes on. 85th minute, he scores the goal. It is the greatest goal I have seen all season. It is incredible. He is, without a doubt, the best player at this club. I've been backing him all year. I said he would get, I said he would get his goal before the end of the season. He is the man that will take us to the playoffs. He is the man that will win us the MLS Cup. Incredible performance by him. Every time he's come on in his cameos, he's been insane. Today, he gets his goal. You know, little shout-out to Morgan. He got a brace. He was all right. Um, Higuain, I thought, was okay. You know, he had a goal. Uh, Federico was my, like, um, non Carranza man of the match. I, I like to award those. Um, he he did get a goal and an assist. Uh, non Carranza man of the match. The supporting cast for Carranza is that's what he needs. He needs that those those balls only be played through. He's really creating chances. He could have had an assist at the end. He actually he did do really well. I think one of the plays like stoppage time. But the you know it's just it, it's so refreshing to see just a wonder kid finally breaking through into the first team. Um, you know. Other than that, just just fantastic, really. Please like shut up. following Thank up you. on the three 0 win, it's, it's just, a, just a great game. Just a great shut game. Up. All right, okay. number one. There we go. Non-biased you know. analysis. All right, number one. We have to speak. Carranza's goal wasn't even the best goal of the match. Like, let's be real. There's plenty of better goals in that match. I'd even say Cincinnati's goal is better than you got than Carranza's goal. But you know. Yeah. So Joseph, you were the only one yeah, here. Who I watched, watched the, first the whole half, game. So what second half? Obviously, things got spicy. Yeah. Anything of note in the first half? Yeah, first half, you know, right from the front foot, Miami were just pressing, 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 like really impressive right off the bat. Then, you know, I think it was Federico or Gonzalo yep, scored a goal. Federico scored. Yeah, Federico with the first goal. Federico was playing great. You know, I think, I believe he should be starting every match. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And because, and I even heard from the commentators when Federico plays, there's even stats proving that Gonzalo Higuain runs more on the pitch when his brother is playing. The brotherly connection. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we need. And then, you know, I believe he's the better Higuain for sure. Our the second, second goal. The second goal, the two of them combined, Gonzalo yeah. scoring, Federico assisting. It was a good header by Gonzalo. It was a good header. But the only downside I could say about the first half was the Mabika guy, Fort Lauderdale Academy player. Mm -hmm. Wasn't too good, like to say the least, you know, like, Apart from oh, the fact he's like Mabika? six foot six, I, I I don't rate him too much because do you like Alvarado or I, Alvarado? He, he was he was good. He was good. It was definitely a handball for those of you who are watching the game. But then Mabika, the thing is, he's tall, but like since he's so tall, he's not really that fast. And he got shedded by yeah. I think what's the guy's name? Like 
the cam for Cincinnati. Acosta? Yeah, Acosta. Acosta was just yeah. shedding him to pieces. And, you know, his distribution is not good at all. He gave up the ball a lot of times in the middle. If it wasn't for our best defender, Mike Kuhn, being there in Marsman, I believe it could have been a completely different game. Interesting tactical change, um, opting to go for the back four instead of the back five today. Oh, Clearly yeah. uh, wanted to get the home fans on our on our back, kind of propel us forward, um, drop a defender, put in another midfielder. Um, it worked Good well choice. today. I think we Good choice agree. by Neville, and I think it should be a permanent thing yeah. for sure because Lewis Morgan had a great, great game today. Yeah, first time in a while we actually saw him get forward. From he got a brace, but right unfortunately one of the goals was – got called off by VAR for some stupid reason. Yeah. But, you know, he played great. Rodolfo Pizarro, I, I really, I think he got undisputed man of the match for me. Just mm-hmm. the, the creativity he offers to the team and just the confidence he has in the ball. He would just come in deep and just take on the whole midfield and there would always be, he'd always have someone to pass it to. I think Pizarro found out his mind man of the match. Sounds good. So, second half, of course... Uh, halftime, 1-1, one, one, second half, Miami score. Four goals. Um, goals from Gonzalo Higuain. Indiana Vasilev, good to see him on the score oh, yeah. sheet again. Good goal. Uh, that was the best Lewis goal. Lewis Morgan got his goal. And then, of course, at the end, Julian Carranza. Um, just for clarification, Kieran has been a Carranza fan since the beginning, despite the fact I'm that... I'm uh, to buy a Carranza jersey if we okay. make the playoffs. Just, okay. just so we're, everyone's clear. I think playoffs, you know, obviously, I, I don't think we can say we're, too much because these are the two worst off. teams. We're, we're not even that far. Oh, yeah. These are the two let's... worst teams in the league, though, so let's not get too yeah, ahead of Yeah, two worst ourselves. teams in the league at home, but we've scored eight goals. We we only conceded one, and we win both games. We have three games left. We're five points off, but the teams in sixth and seventh or seventh and eighth uh, both have one game in hand on us. So yeah. if that could go to, like, six or seven points back. We need yeah. to. I mean, we know we need to win all three games. Have a chance. We know even if we win all three games, I've been saying it, it's like a fifty-fifty chance that we make it if we win all three. The only positive I can think of is that two of our last three games, I think we play MICFC and Atlanta, who are like two of those teams who are like right at the edge. So if we win both of those, um, oh. that'll also results will go our way then because those are the teams that need to lose. Uh, and I, I, the game I'm most confident for is the New England one. I think that's one at home. Um, really, the least confident for the New they're England one. Try. They're not going to try. We play them on the last week before the playoffs, and they're already like they've already secured the supporters' field. So why don't they put out their best players? They're yeah. going to arrest them. That's, that's, I mean, that's last time New yeah. England had an appearance. You know, we I'm pretty sure we were all at the game. Yeah, we witnessed what happened. Yeah, yeah. Us here I, at the yeah. Corner Kicker Podcast, we were there for that one. That was uh, shambolic. Oh yeah, yeah. That was two or one. Five nil loss. Was that my first game there, or was that my second? That was that was the game that you left early, right? That was like the one game where you left, like the only game I've ever heard anyone leaving for vacation or Miami. Yeah, that was the only game we left early. That was in the fit. The never left before his ninety second cameo. I think he actually might have started that game. Well, he was invisible anyway. So who cares? No, he nope. didn't get no service. <laughs> oh, okay. Overall, though, solid win. I mean, it's going to be tough for us to make playoffs. Realistically, our chances right now are what twenty percent max, ten percent, we could say. Mm. But it's in our hands. We well, choked. it's not but like it, we the game. We have season. games, right? The, the result's yeah. not in our hands. We could we could win all three games. There's still a decent chance that we don't make it. Yeah. Um, but we have three games left. Realistically, like it's it's in our hands to win all three, right? There's there's no way that we can, you know, we clearly have our work cut out for us. Our hardest game is going to be the next one I get against Atlanta away. 
it's going to be you know it's going to be difficult, but we've got the momentum in the last two games. Can we bring that into a way? Yeah, we got players coming a, back. RGB coming back off of suspension. Yeah, Pires. Figal, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Figal is off suspension, but Leardom, you know, he even he had a good game. See the good game. He was good. Yeah, forgot to yeah. ask about him because recently he's been pretty attacking poor playing like, at the like center he back role. The pitch a lot, like mm-hmm. he he got a lot of chances attacking wise because Pizarro would just you know break through their midfield and just Leardom would be stashing down the right side. Actually, I have a question. Do you what, what are your thoughts on the on the tactics? Because I'm I'm thinking about some of the different tactical systems um, Phil Neville's employed. It's interesting to see that we're obviously using the five back right now, five back slash three back. You know, um, what's your preferred formation? I guess we have like the three four three kind of like the five two three yeah. or the five two one two, uh, and there's also a four back. Oh, I like and the four personally, back. Personally, I, I like a four back. I like maybe like Guidiri and Leardem as fullbacks. Um, oh yeah, have, you know. Or I'm still, I'm still unconvinced with uh, Gadiri. He's come on at times and looked decent, but I, I just don't trust him enough yet. Maybe yeah. he hasn't enough game time. He's not, yeah, you know, yeah. No, he wasn't bad today. Actually, he was quite good when he came on as a sub. Subs weren't bad at all. Yeah, Vasilev, Carranza, both scoring off the bench. Good to see. Yeah, think four back is good. exactly what we need to give Morgan that freedom to just absolutely demolish the defenders. You know, as we saw today. Got his goals. Yeah. yeah. For me, say. like, the Atlanta game, though, it's, it's tough. Like, who do you start, you know? I The back three has to be Makun, LGP, Fagal. Like, for me, no no doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I, I, was, I would start Carranza and Higuain together. Um, might be controversial. Might be controversial. I, I, it's might not be. that bad of an opinion. He did, he did score, one. right? Um, I would start. The problem is Federico or Pizarro, right? That's the downside of playing a back five is that you don't really have that freedom. Um, to pick who you want. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe it's a little audacious. Morgan out left mid, Vasilev right mid, Gregore and Federico at center mid and Pizarro as a free roam cam. Ooh. It's a bit offensive. A bit offensive. <laughs> yeah, it's like if we really want to go for the game, that's the attacking line that we play. That's we I do like agree. Free flowing soccer. Kind of indirectly what you said, Matuidi on the bench. Oh, Matuidi out of the club. Yeah, <laughs> he made a uh, again. His contract is his done this year, so yeah, I don't see us. Yeah, I think my starting eleven against Atlanta. I think I'm re- I'm gonna have to stick at the four back here because simply because if we want playoffs, we need goals. We cannot be gotta go for it. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. We get this is our we only chance to be risky goals against Atlanta. We've got to be risky. We've got to get the goals. I say yeah. the four back. I say Leardum. I think Leardum stays in. Okay. And I'd say if Figal or Figal LGP or Nay. I would say LGP. I don't think you could and, drop Macoon right now. Yeah, LGP Macoon. You have to drop LGP. No. LGP for goal. I'm not sure you start both. I'm, dro- I'm, I'm dropping for y'all. It's going to be LGP Macoon. And then I left back. I think we're going to start Shea. He, he was good. He's yeah. really. Oh, yeah. Also, another thing. He was absolutely deadly down that left side today. A lot of chances. Both fullbacks. Very, yeah. very good. There's a two mid, the two midfield. I would have to go with Chapman and. Um, Chapman? Chapman and um, Gregory. No, yeah, Matuidi, yeah. he's just, he wasn't really that impressive. Definitely not Matuidi, but Chapman, really? I mean, who else do you want me to play? Mid- center mid? No, Vasilev, center mid? No, he's definitely this, been playing. He's this been isn't, playing fi- this isn't FIFA, Kieran. I can't just put whoever He's been playing center mid every game. No, he hasn't. He was out in the right wing. He's playing right center mid. No, he's oh, playing right wing, Kieran. Yeah, at the end of the game, we had Carranza, Higuain, um, Pizarro, and then I think Gregory was still on, or whoever was still on, maybe it was Chapman, next to Vasilev, and then Morgan, uh, Guadiri, back three. We weren't playing back <laughs> okay. three. 
All right, and then, can you, know, you do that for ninety minutes though? I don't know. Yeah, no. I and think then, we can do it for you know those two in midfield, and then a right right wing. I would have to go. I'm gonna put Morgan, mm-hmm. maybe Morgan on the left side. I yeah, Morgan on the left side. And then I have Federico in the middle, and then I have uh, Rodolfo on the right, and you know of course Mister Clinical himself, Gonzalo. He going off top. That's why starting eleven. Yeah, these next three games, absolutely crucial for Inter-Miami. I don't think um, parking the bus like Chelsea is the way. No. <laughs> On to topic two. Um, I know everyone's really here for the MLS, but we can also talk about the more tin pot competition, such as the Champions League. Um, Champions League, first game we're going to start our discussion with. Uh, another great week of Champions League action, just to start off with that. First one, the big one um, for some, PSG... At home to RB Leipzig, three-two winners thanks to a brace from Lionel Messi, um, second best player in the world for clarification purposes. There, um, um, okay, I see you holding up a one. Um, goal scorers: Kylian Mbappe scored, I think, it very early on, like ninth minute. Very, very nice goal. Um, came in off the left-hand side, did a couple step over, shot near post, brilliant finish. We've seen it before in the Champions League. This guy can produce on the big nights. Yep. Um, Leipzig then scored two, um, including an Andre Silva goal, and they couldn't hang on because Lionel Messi, again, in the Champions League, I don't think he scored a league on goal. Has he scored a league on goal? I don't think he no, has. No, Lionel Messi. No league on goals. He's too good for the Farmers League. He's too good for that. Uber Eats. He scored, he scored a pen, though, right? Like, yeah, well, not just any pen. Yeah, it was yeah, a pen. Because he's a penalty, right? So it validates the other goal. So he didn't end the game with a goal. That's, that's, that's <laughs> okay. my philosophy. All right. Okay. All right. But that wasn't, for me, the most important game. That wasn't even top two. Maybe not top three in terms mm-hmm. of importance. I mean, the, the, obviously, the comeback was good. But, I, you know, PSG, they, 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 needed to, they, don't, they didn't need to win that. They were expected to win that. Yeah. Leipzig needed to win. I think it's over for them. Yeah, I think zero points three games in. They yeah, I, I, I don't, don't see I don't it think, happening. I think it's a, right now it's a zero percent chance that anyone other than City or PSG makes it out of the group. Five ten yeah. percent max combined for uh, Leipzig and Borussia. It's just not enough. Well, I mean, either City or PSG would have to have a major collapse for yeah. either of the two other right. sides to get in. Um, Borussia have a better chance at third place. I mean, they're they're doing yeah, better. Oh, Europa yeah. League. Yeah, I, Europa League. I, Leipzig look. They look. You know, whenever they okay like. They set up so, all right, we need a goal. Then they look like they can't defend. And when it, they will try and defend, they can't score a goal. So they're yeah. way too uneven right now where they can't really play both sides of the game. They can't hold on to a lead. And then they can't make up. Uh, when they go down, they can't seem to get back into games, as we saw oh, against yeah. City. Well, who's their defense? Like, who's, Kunku, who's, who's starting in defense? Like, it's, yeah, it's Mookie very... LA. Mookie yeah, right back, though. and Helinio, two assists in that game, by the way. They're, so they're good. An they're good right. I, I think their defense is just very offensive minded. You have like Mookie yeah, like, very. I think they're, I'm pretty. I don't even know. I'm pretty sure they're starting Willie Orban in a lot of yeah, games. Yeah, Orban he's, was he's definitely terrible. starting. Yeah, he's terrible. He's like 36. Here, I'll just pull up the starting eleven for Leipzig here. Um, at the back, it was Orban, and then Mohamed Simakan. And Lucas Klosterman, so... Yeah, Klosterman's very offensive-minded. Like, he's good, good he's players, but, back. you know, when you're coming get up against Mbappe and Messi, it's it's just not going to be enough. Yeah, like, the only, I mean, I only... Personally, me, I only know Klosterman because of FIFA, you know. <laughs> I've always been a good card. He's an all-right player in real life, but you I know, think... 
beyond just the Champions League, I think the fact that they're sixth place in the Bundesliga right now also kind of highlights the shortcomings yeah. of this team. You know, and yeah. American yeah. coach Jesse March probably isn't going to be there for much longer, which is and a Tyler shame. Adams. It's a, it's a young team. There's room to grow. Americans. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard for them. Tyler Adams is six point two. Apart from Bayern and the Bundesliga, these other teams just do not look up to it at the moment. Yeah. All right, on to the next game: Atletico Madrid versus Liverpool. This was this was a really cracking game, I will have to say. Yeah, Antoine the Griezmann, game around for sure. yeah, Griezmann scoring two goals and then getting sent off thanks to a high kick or high boot, I guess if you want to put it. Can Pretty unbelievable say stuff. Back to his prime with the new haircut. Back to Euro 20, 2016, short hair Griezmann. I, I, Good to I, see. That was my. I love that Griezmann. Honestly, I yeah. think if he kept that prime, he could have won a Ballon d'Or. Honestly, really a Ballon d'Or? No, seriously. You know his best year in, in twenty eighteen. He was like good. I don't. I think that was his peak. I never I, saw him doing better than that. Like during the Euros, he was just absolutely killing it. Like you know how Benz was getting what, Ballon d'Or what, what shots Euros? now. Like Griezmann in the Euros, he's the equivalent of Benz right now. Year? Well, both Euros. How yeah. did he do Euro 2020? No, no, no. I'm talking about Euros 2016. 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah. And World Cup 2018, he was... Yeah, yeah, he was was might have been the best player the at the World Cup, Euro. actually. No. I'm or maybe saying I'm thinking of the Prime Euro Griezmann is better than Prime Benzema for me, personally. What? 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 Prime Benzema was top of the goals and assists charts in Europe this season. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I think he's got like 16 goals and assists this season. Yeah, but you know, Prime Prime Griezmann took his Atletico Madrid. Look at the team he surrounded with. Took him to the final twice. You know, if it wasn't for Cristiano Ronaldo, Mr. Sue, you know, they would have won it. You know, if it wasn't for Juan Fran missing that penalty. Fuck off. If it wasn't for Juan Fran missing that penalty, Atletico Madrid would have gotten that. No. Oh yeah, Champions League. I think that was it. Champions League 2017. So that's, that's yeah, my so hot Griezmann take. doesn't have any European trophies, right? I, I, I want to just, just when when is Griezmann's prime? When is Benzema's prime? Well, Griezmann doesn't have a World Cup. Is, yeah. So Griezmann's prime is 2018, then. Yeah, probably. 2018, 2016, 2015. He had a he had a fairly big prime. You no, know, Benzema up until prime. the Barcelona move, that was his prime. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so also, I don't think Griezmann's won a La Liga title in his career. Actually, you might be right about that. I, I'm looking it up. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm just looking it up to make sure. I'm pretty sure he's never won a La Liga title. I think the league. year he left Atletico was the year they won it. Yeah, yeah, the year he joined them in 2014. I don't think they won any titles after that. Because that was like prime Barca and Madrid. Yeah. yeah. Can you blame him, though? Like He was still keeping numbers yeah, up you there. Can. You can. With them. Yeah, he's never won a La Liga title or a UCL title or a UEL title in his career. So well, I, I, don't I don't think know what, what prime you're calling better than Benzema, right? Because, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, As a player, can you, can, I'm not... Can you explain it? Can you explain it, right? Yeah, what, can, you, can you explain how Benzema, who at the time when Griezmann won the World Cup, Benzema won the UCL, and the only reason he wasn't at the World Cup and probably would have been performing about as well as Griezmann was because he was frozen out of the team, right? Like, And when Griezmann won the Euros, Benzema won the World Griezmann Cup. Griezmann didn't win the Euros. Won, won, the, won the UCL also. He won the UCL both years and the year in between. And I'm not saying he's, like, he's obviously very overrated, right? But he's still performing at a very high level, and this isn't like this is maybe maybe not his prime. I don't think Griezmann at any point has been better than Benzema right now. I'd say they're similar in terms of ability, but you can't really say at any point in Griezmann's career he's been like a better player overall, trophies, you know, ability than than Benzema is. I think Benzema's been clear from start to finish, but I want to hear Joseph's explanation. No, I would say Griezmann is a more clinical and composed player. That's what I say. Benzema's more complete. The like. 
Griezmann just had that clinicalness where you just know, like, anytime he got to the ball, he was going to score. Like, I would back, like, there's, like, maybe one or two seasons, or, like, for both of their careers, and where they both been in La Liga, where Griezmann was better. Like, he's yeah. his prime for Atletico. There's, like, maybe one, maybe two seasons where he was a better player. Yeah, exactly. But if you're comparing primes, if you're comparing them anything, like, holistic and not just, like, an individual season, I don't think there's any measure where Griezmann comes out on top. All right, then maybe yeah. I should be right. I think prime Griezmann is severely underrated. That's oh, sure, sure, what I'm sure. trying to go for right here. All right, back to the, the match on hand, though, even though I think Benzema is clear. Um, Liverpool actually were the winners. Um, Griezmann scored twice, but Liverpool were already 2-0 up at the time, thanks to a another solid goal. Um, well, he didn't score, though. It, it was his goal, but he didn't score it. Oh, yeah, it was deflected off Condogbia. But... No, 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 it was deflected off Milner. It, it did hit Milner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was clear. All the commentators started after, like, it, it did, apparently Milner, like, talked to the refs on it, but... Because like it was clearly there was no Kondogbia wasn't near it. It was it was clearly Milner who deflected it like and it was like it was going down the middle. So it was definitely a Milner goal. I, I don't know why because it was awarded to Milner at the start. I don't know why they changed it. Oh wow, um, controversy it then. Goal, and then they they reawarded it to Salah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Second goal, Navi Keita volley. Really, really nice goal. Um, Navi Keita that, only scores bangers. Keita had a shocking game apart from the goal. Um, just a quick stat I jotted down. Um, I think he only won two out of his like eleven duels. So, just kind of highlights he he's off the pace. Yeah, Keita, he's off the pace. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, when it was two two, um, a bit of oh, a bit of, kind of a lot of penalty drama. Um, Liverpool got a penalty after Hermoso um, kind of went sh- shoulder checked Jota when the ball is in midair. They were both looking. Um, that was, that was a bad end. Hermoso, yeah, bodied ball. him off the ball. Really poor decision. Um, originally, in real time, it looked like it might have just been a coming together, but on the replays, it was clear that Hermoso looked over at Jalta and gave him a shove. Um, Sala obviously converted. Um, kind of expect that at this point. He's in the form of his life, um, although hopefully not tomorrow against United. Um, and then Atletico at the dying embers of the match, free kick, ball in. I believe it was Jose Maria Jimenez um, tripped up, although this guy is known to kind of dive a lot in big games. Um, initially give it as a penalty off the free kick, and then the referee went to VAR, went to the monitor, saw that it was basically a dive. Shocked off the decision. Liverpool win 3-2. Simeone, um, who actually didn't shake hands with Klopp at the end of the game, although he claimed that nothing, no hard feelings, just he doesn't like doing that at the end of matches, I guess. Who knows? I don't know. If he had won, I'm sure he would have had something to say. But, uh, it's clearly, I, someone, I did watch, I didn't watch all of them, but I watched like parts of it, and I did see that part. It was, it was a clear dive. Like, it was not a pen at all. Yeah, I, it was the correct decision. But, uh, overall, a very good game. Um, I think it just still highlights, you know, Atletico went to the Wanda Metropolitano. Um, and came out away with all three points, so I think Liverpool, um, Champions League and Premier League, could be real threats this year. Um, as a City fan, Kieran, do you agree with that? Oh, uh, with what? Uh, Liverpool could be real threats, Champions League and Premier League. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I've been saying it. Like, you could make a case that the three best teams in the world all play in England right now, and Arsenal. And it's hard to think the only team I can see. I think. The, the the four best teams who unless they play each other should be like the semifinals, which should be like a really good final four. City, Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, Bayern. It has to be them four. There's mm-hmm. no one else on their level right now, and it shows. I mean, they're they're just the four best teams by a lot. So it's you know, 
Liverpool are definitely a threat. When we played them at Anfield, yes, you know, we dominated them. We were very unlucky not to win, but they're still a top team. Like, they, yeah. they could still beat anyone on their day. So, you know, yeah. we'll see. All right, on to the next match. Ajax versus Dortmund. A crazy result in Amsterdam. Ajax coming out 4-0 winners. Dortmund couldn't get on the score sheet. Holland did start this game. Could not find the back of the net. A couple great saves from Ajax goalkeeper Pazvier. 37 years old, by the way, I believe. Is he actually? I'm wow. pretty sure. I know he's a fairly old guy. I know he's he's the backup to Onana, who I think is still in that um, doping suspension. Yeah, he's 37. Born in 1983, November 7th. Wow. So Ajax, three wins from three in their group. They are absolutely flying. Their group composed of oh, pulling you it guys up here. I ask you guys a question. Yeah. Do you guys think this Ajax team could pull off what they did in 2018? Not even close. No chance. Really? Really? No, no well, they're top, of the, top group of the group now. Right now? Top Let's of the group see. on nine points, three wins from three, 11 goals scored, one conceded. They're ahead of Dortmund, um, Sporting, Sporting, and Besiktas. Yep. Dortmund. Um... I mean, I mean, this team. I, I think. Yeah, they'll win. The I'm, group. I'm saying, like me, like. But maybe maybe, maybe quarterfinals max. Yeah, maybe quarterfinals max is what I'm saying. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I mean, this is not a team you'd want to get drawn against. Um, creative players like Anthony on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and then you've got I. I cannot. I. I literally cannot believe this. Sebastian Haller, the West Ham flop, is currently top of the goal scoring charts in the Champions League. How is that even possible? I, I I don't know what's going on here. This I think this Ajax team. I think it just all comes down to the manager once again. It's Eric Ten Hag, yeah, doing a masterclass managerial performance once again. Such a good get the best out of creates the chances. You know, you see it with all the top managers. You know, your Pep Guardiola's, your your Julian Nagelsmann's, your you know um, Arsene Wenger's, your your Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's. Your, you know. It's you know you get the best out of your playmakers. You, <laughs> Eric Tanhag just weapons. constantly like Anthony, etc. Always Very makes good. the best youngsters, and he always just, they always have a fight like almost every year in the Champions League. Yeah. You see this time and time, and, and this team is really good this year. Davin they still have really good players even on the bench. Tagli Fico, you know, Kudus, David Neres. Yeah, yeah Neres doesn't all... even get into the team anymore, which I think speaks volumes about the yeah. quality. Hey, you know, well, he's not playing very well. But looking like, at yeah, the back line, they yeah, have a, still they have a really oh, good yeah, back sure. line. Daily Blin, obviously experienced in the team. Lissandra Martinez started for Argentina in the Euros. Mm-hmm. Timber, not only is he super good in FIFA, no, he's good for the Dutch team as well. <laughs> and Marzarawi, he he's been in the Ajax team since like twenty. Yeah, just a solid you know. player. Good. Edson Alvarez and Gravenberch, yeah, really good. Didn't he, didn't he get nominated for that one uh, trophy, I believe? Yeah, Copa Trophy. I think he was in yeah. one of the nominees. Very good. Um, Pedri probably going to end up winning that. But yeah, good to see him in the nominees list. I think this IS team can make a fight, you know. They, they're definitely making a name for themselves this year. That's what yeah, I'm I think saying. it's it's interesting to kind it's of compare, compare the two lineups because they both are kind of feeder clubs, you know, produce some talent, sell them on. Um, but no. clearly, very different, though. Very different. Very different in the way they do it. Dortmund are really, you know... They really kind of rely on these young talents um, and move yeah. them out very quickly. Whereas Ajax, they kind of have a core of the team that's stayed together. You know, you look around, Mesrawi been there for a while, Lissandra Martinez, Daly Blint, who of course did go to United, but then has been back for a while now. Got out of the academy. Tadic has been there. Probably we're getting on five years is, now. Ajax have a much healthier club model, though. And it's because yeah. of two things. One, 
they're not guaranteed to win the league every year. Like Feyenoord are pretty good. There's a couple other teams who are good every now and then, but they're you know they're, they're going to win the league. Like they're they're going to win the league yeah. as long as they don't have like a bad team or like if they had a bad coach, which they don't. They're going to win the league every year, and that's huge because Dortmund aren't going to win the league. So young players would rather win titles, right? Yes, it's it's a little step down here to but Eredivisie is for me very close to the top five leagues. Very close to your yeah. Bundesliga and your Serie A. Like it's not it's not a huge step down. And, and when you're guaranteed trophies at Ajax, it's much bigger than being guaranteed nothing at Dortmund. Like they won the they won the cup last year, and that was like their biggest success in years, right? The, another thing is because they're just a little bit lower level, um, they develop those players, and they're not like guaranteed to be sold. Like you know what? I, I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but like at Dortmund, for example, Sancho is like their best player, right? He's gone. Holland is their best player. He's gone, right? Summer, he's he's out. No chance yeah. he stays. Bellingham. Three, four years, he's out. Reyna, another two years, he's out, right? The players have to leave. You, you can't stay at Dortmund. The only one who's done that is Royce, and it hasn't really, it hasn't really worked out for him. But, like, you know, at least he's, he's happy. But it, most players aren't going to do that because if they're young players who are trying to move up the ranks, they're not going to stay at, like, a club that's, like, midway um, just because they like it, right? At Ajax, look at these players. Who's going to leave? Realistically, next summer, if they make the quarterfinals or even go on a semifinal run, who's yeah, leaving the club? Be- a massive of a massive move. Whoever they make it to the quarterfinals, so. I don't think so. Not as much as in 2019 because 2019 yeah. is a very young player. I like this version of Ajax more as a club. I don't think they'll do as well. But like Tadic isn't going to leave, right? Blind isn't going to leave. Yeah. Gravenberg probably won't leave. Uh, Neres probably won't leave. Anthony, Anthony probably won't leave. He might. But I don't think he will. Anthony's um, the one who I think Aller, if they have a really stellar um, knockout, yeah, he'll round. be the standout man. But like, where's he going to go? Yeah. Like, he's, he's still got to develop. He's still, you know, he's got yeah. a future at Ajax. He's got room to grow. Holler won't leave. The core of their team is staying. So I think they have a very healthy club model. And I don't think under any circumstances they're going to need to like sell a lot of their team, which is why I think maybe, just maybe, a round of sixteen quarterfinal thing, um, like quarterfinal this year, will be good for them. A little, you know, earlier mid, like mid round exit will be better for them. So they're not forced to sell off people and then their team can grow. And then I could maybe see them out to a bigger challenge next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, talking about the Eric DeVise, we, we have to speak about Spurs losing 1 0 to Vita Nessi in the conference oh league. Oh my God. Conference just, league. So yeah, we've, we've done a little bit of an injustice to Conference League and Europa League. That's just because, well, quite frankly, don't really, not really a fan of speaking about the Thursday night football. Um, but, Spurs losing 1-0 to Vitesse. And then, does anyone know who Roma lost to? 6-1? What are they called? Bodo Glimt. <laughs> Bodo oh. Glimt. I'm pretty sure they didn't have Some an image on Norwegian Google. Norwegian team, yeah. They're from Norway. The table Norwegian team. There's a great picture of Mourinho uh, with like a snow hat on, freezing cold on the sideline in Norway. 6-1 down. Fuming, I can't even imagine. Newcastle. He has a strong emotional connection to them. <laughs> yeah, Mourinho's long... Uh, um, undercover emotional connection in Newcastle going to pull him there. Uh, but we are getting off track. Nobody wants to hear about Mourinho right now. Um, on to the next match in the Champions League. Shakhtar nil, Real Madrid 5. Um, not really much to say about this game. There was a, a this... huge goal in quality. Um, but yeah. the two standout players in this Madrid team right now are, of course, Vinicius Jr., um, who scored a great, great, great goal. Um, similar of a Ronaldo goal a couple of years back that uh, the Real Madrid admin on social media accounts actually made a post about, kind of highlighted the similarities, cutting in off the left-hand side, then back onto the left foot, shooting it into the roof of the net. And besides uh, Vinicius Jr., um, of course, 
Ballon d'Or nominee who we talked about in the last episode, Karim Benzema, uh, got his goal at the end, currently top of the goals and assist charts in Europe's top five leagues, having an unbelievable start to the season. Um, it's really good to see for him and seeing that, you know, at least one La Liga team is slightly on track. Yeah, but I, I mean, I really don't think Madrid are going to go far. Mm-hmm. You know, Faltvar, you know, com- being completely unbiased here, Faltvar, you know, they don't really have a strong team apart from those two. Like, who else is good on that Madrid team? They're like, stand out on that Madrid team. I think it's the two. defense that are the problem, really. Yeah, the defense yeah. is very... Mm. No, uh, no Ramos, no Baron. Mendy no Ramos. injured. No, Mendy actually played in this one, but I, I think he may have come off injured. Yeah, no, uh, he's gone. Apparently, the thing about recalling Reguilón, but it seems unlikely. Oof, mm, I don't know about well, that. Don't, apparently, Marcelo's like got fitness issues. Oh, Mar- Marcelo, you can, they don't uh, really trust him because he's kind of old. Marcelo's yeah, kind of all of the conversation now. He is a club I, legend. Know, last but... year, I said Madrid would be contenders, and uh, they got to the semis, so. This year, I, I back them to make the quarterfinal. I don't think they're as good. So, yeah, I think a quarterfinal will probably be. Uh, just I think maintaining are... the consistency over a season is going to be hard. You look at the midfield today, it's the same midfield from six years ago or whenever Casemiro joined. Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric. It's a very yeah. good midfield, don't get me wrong, but is it some? Is that a group of players that you can rely on over the course of a season? I just don't know. Um, the rotation, of course, being Fede Valverde, um, Eduardo Camavinga, two very good players as well, but I don't know. I don't know yeah, about Madrid. See what Ancelotti could do at the wheel. Obviously, yeah. See the time. On to the third, or not third, but the final game that we're going to be talking about in depth in the Champions League. That is Manchester United 3, Atalanta 2. There's only one word to describe this match. Three! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, another, another Fred masterclass. We'll just do it. <laughs> yep, yeah. another Ole masterclass. You know, about to get fired from his job, and of course, the last. Just when order. you think he's gonna get sacked, Cristiano Ronaldo goes out and scores yet another Love to header. See it. Love to see it. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I, you, I still don't know how anyone yeah. can still back this man Ole. I just don't understand. It's clear and obvious that you guys have not comfortably won a single game. You guys yeah. have. To be honest, like I, Ronaldo's not really getting his tactics right for this. Like, he's not, you know, the you system know, he's, with the least amount of presses in the league, by the way. You know, I, I would honestly, not even hot take here, I'd say Cavani Very should funny. be starting over Ronaldo. Cavani, I actually, I, so, it's really, because system-wise, Cavani, I think, probably does fit what we were building towards. Um, yep. If you look at last season, kind of the more high-press, high-intensity, counter-attacking system. Whereas when you've got Ronaldo in the team, you've got to kind of create the chances um, through your build-up play, you know, make sure he's set. Um, Like for the the third goal, the winning goal, which we'll talk about in a bit more depth, Shaw whips the ball in. Ronaldo said he's on the last line um, off the set piece, ready in the right position. I don't think he's got the blistering pace um, to be as effective on counterattacks, but he's still got it and he still could do it, which is why. He's had such a good start to the season, but I do think tactically there is a little bit of a mismatch with him up top, but he still got all three points. Um, First half, actually, United didn't play terribly. It wasn't great. not saying it was great, but Atalanta really only had two chances, and they converted both of them, whereas United definitely had a a handful. Um, 
couple from Marcus Rashford who hit the bar and then missed another that the really, really should have found the net. Um, going back to Rashford, though, um, second game, second goal, 86 minutes he's played, two goals. Really yeah. great to see him back Good at full form. fitness. Yeah. yeah. I might have to pick him up in FPL if I see some more consistency from him. I know. I'm thinking of I might have to transfer out Ronaldo, bring in uh, the doctor. Speaking of Ronaldo. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, like, obviously it's become pretty common in the mainstream press. A lot of people are now suggesting that signing Ronaldo was, A, a bad signing, and B, you know, not an intended signing. I mean, I think there's definitely, obviously, there's a lot of truth to the idea that Ole probably wouldn't have signed him if he hadn't tried to force a move through to City. Um, they just, like, they rushed in, offered him, you know, double the money, whatever, um, just to get him, you know, basically just to prevent the club legend, uh, you know, all that. But do you think he's imp- do you think he's improving the team? I know a lot of people are saying he aren't. Um, I- I'd say he... Yeah, he's kind of holding them back, but like in terms of performances, uh, short term at least, he's doing very well. So, what are your thoughts on? Do you think he's good or bad for the long term? Well, I think if you go back to the signing itself, you got to think of the context of which is done, uh, which the deal was done. I think you alluded to it that you know, imagine if we hadn't have made the move and City had picked him up. I mean, Old oh, Trafford would have Old Trafford would have been on fire. There would have been chaos. So, the, the our hand was forced um, to get him. Overall, I think it's a positive signing, of course, bringing in Ronaldo shirt sales. So economically, it's obviously going to make sense, um, even with the high wages. But on the pitch, there is a there is a step back having him up top. You know, as Joseph said, the pressures. Um, he just doesn't press like Cavani does, even like Greenwood does when he played in the number nine position. But overall, I think. Already, at the, what is that? This was his sixth goal today, something like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, um, he does fit Ole's style of, you know, last-minute winner, you know? He's getting on the score sheet, and he's, he might be keeping Ole but, in a know, job. Also, there's the wage issue, and that's a common theme at United. But Yeah, the um, wage structure, but... He, I, makes, he makes more than Cancelo, Mares, Laporte, Foden, and Jesus all combined. And, I mean, you can make an argument that... Well, first of all, obviously, all five of them, like, walk into that United team. But you can make an argument that... At least Cancelo and Foden may be playing better than him right now. Uh, okay, that, that that this is what we were talking about with the city propaganda being brought in at That's, random whoa, points. Who, we don't those care. Those five players who doesn't walk into this United side. I didn't right even now. listen to the five. All I heard was Jay Z saying Mars, my mind Laporte, turned off. Foden and Jesus. These guys are our star players. These just guys who happen. So Bruno okay, okay, got okay. Bernardo, the match okay. in the game. Bernardo, of course, nine key passes, three big chances, nine out of eleven duels won for Bruno Fernandez. What are we thinking about Bruno in that game? Oh yeah, like you said, the key passes, big chances created. We're just we're just cutting out the city propaganda here, just so. No, Bruno was fantastic. Um, you know, he had a great game. Um, he's you know he's clearly learning. He saw he saw Cole Palmer the day before, and he's like, I gotta gotta play more like that if I wanna wanna be a good player. So yeah, Cole Palmer's got posters of Bruno Fernandez. There we go. There we go. Uh, you put, uh, put that on the TikTok. He had, he had a good game. Okay, there it is. You saw it. Demiral uh, injury at halftime. Yeah, just to, yeah, touching on Atalanta. Demiral, one of the goal scorers, comes off at halftime. He had a really good first half. Um, I think really he should make a, cl- for a move to a bigger club. Well, he was at a bigger club, and he kind of... I mean, Juve, I, mean, I, think, I say it's a step up, honestly. You know, I would tell him to move to Arsenal, but you know, I mean, I mean if he would have, he'd be benched. It'd be a shame. Every one benched. time good player in these Champions mm-hmm. League matches, uh, no, no, he wouldn't start over Gabriel or Ben Wright. That's just like grass is green, by the way. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe over Ben White. No, uh, yeah. Eric Garcia would would start for that Arsenal team. I think right. Eric Garcia, if you go into Sofa Score, is the lowest rated player in the Champions League this season. Yeah. 
Yeah, still Interesting. overrated. <laughs> You're right, honestly. I got to say, when I see him play, he is shocking. Yeah, I, I still don't understand. Barca like offered us like, like 15, 20 mil or something, then watched a year of him playing some of the worst defensive soccer I've ever seen in my life, and then came back the next year and offered it again, even though they were bankrupt. It's one of the <laughs> most shocking business decisions I've ever seen. But for Spanish, us, great. Spanish Another, youth player, they just can't resist. I got, I got ratioed on, uh, on Instagram. Someone asked me to name 10 city players who are, who are playing well in like the top five leagues. It's, you know, I mean, Garcia's just not one of them. He's, yeah. he's like, Garcia's like what, what people thought Sancho would be. Like, you know, mediocre academy player, flops in another league. I mean, obviously Sancho turned good in the Bundesliga, but Garcia has not. Yeah. Not any improvement. It's, he doesn't have the body type of a defender. He can't, he just doesn't have the physicality. But there's other defenders who, I think the one that comes to mind, uh, Jules Kunde. I think he's relatively short around the same height as Garcia, but... Garcia just doesn't have the pace, the power, the height, physicality. Uh, but we're, we're ripping into Garcia too much here. Nobody cares. Yeah, uh, it's Barcelona. But just to round up the other Champions League matches, uh, Chelsea won 4-0 versus Zenit. Um, I think Chelsea, I think they're br- the, the brakes on the bus, it's broken. The brakes on Chelsea's bus have broken. Uh, you think they're done with Tuchel Ball parking the bus? No, I don't think they're done. I just think like the bus is broken. Like the brakes on the bus are not working. They have just attacked four 0 So in, the, in their last two games, they've scored eleven goals and not conceded any. Where, where's where's the yeah? Where's the break broken play? to me? They ha- they haven't. No, I, I'm not saying they're that playing the bus their best soccer of the season so far. It's like I think your metaphor is a little bit too complex here. They're not parking. Yeah. They're not parking the bus anymore. They're not parking the bus. They're like accelerating the brakes are broken, the bus. but like they're also not okay. They're, still they're accelerating the bus, the bus and the, the brakes games. are not. I don't okay, too it. much. They won four 0 versus Zenit. Uh, Lukaku and Werner injured. Um, both missed the Premier League fixtures this weekend. Um, hopefully for Chelsea fans, they come back. Although maybe they don't want Werner back. I don't know how they feel about him right now. Uh, Manchester City demolishing Bruges 5-1. We'll get your City propaganda later. Let's just I won't, continue. I won't speak on it now. All I'm going to okay. say is another City Academy player proving why, you know, you have your Cobham, have your La Masia, you know, we're the best right now in terms of Academy. Uh, Arsenal. Okay, okay. Kind of okay. He scores one goal and here we go. <laughs> uh, Porto, Milan in the uh, Liverpool Atletico Madrid group. Uh, Porto beat AC Milan 1-0, meaning that Milan are bottom of the group. That's surprising. That's surprising. Yeah. Oh, really, you can make a, sure. you can make a case for all really four bad. of those teams at the beginning yeah. of the year to have a real chance. Oh, yeah. Um, all of them should at least be making quarterfinals <laughs> if they're in a different group. That was before Liverpool really kicked on, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, even now, who's going to finish second? Like, Atletico, Porto. I don't see Milan doing it, but, like, they could yeah. easily get third. I'm saying yeah, Milan, Atletico, zero points. They could win all three games. You know. On to my favorite group, uh, the Inter Sheriff, Real Madrid, Shakhtar group, uh, Inter beating Sheriff three uh, one. Sebastian Till, who we uh, identified in previous episodes as a real top player for Sheriff, real key player of that uh, the Moldovan puzzle, uh, scoring a absolutely unbelievable free kick. Uh, we'll be playing the clip right now on the TikTok if I remember to. Uh, really great goal. Um, Sheriff still top of the group despite losing three one at Inter in uh, San Siro. Round of Sixteen is happening for Sheriff. It's happening. Yeah, it looks like if they can get just a one, maybe one win and a draw is probably going to be enough. All you need to do is beat Shakhtar, and Shakhtar just you know they've looked trash, trash. Yeah, 
Uh, probably the biggest disappointment, I, in a sense, Barcelona won Kiev nil. Uh, Gerard Pique goal, all that separates these two teams. I just, yeah, Kiev is the team. I think Bayern beat him five nil. Like Barca are just, ah, oh God. They're done. They're done. Yeah. Uh, in that bar, in the, the other two teams in that group, uh, we didn't mention any before just because the games weren't really that notable. Another Bayern thrashing 4-0 versus Benfica. This machine just keeps Benfica on going. played really well, though, I will say. Mm-hmm. I think the first goal was, like, in 74-75th yes. minutes, so they were really good for, like, the first while. They yeah. all, they, they had a couple of very presentable chances. Darwin mm-hmm. Nunez, Rafa Silva, Roman Yaremchuk, very, very good side. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they just outplayed by a better Bayern team on the day. But I, I can nah. see easily they should easily be finishing second in that group at Barca. For sure. Oh, bold call there. Barca, was, Europa I don't know, League. I, don't know. I think Barca yeah, on Barca Thursday nights. League. I would like to see that, to be fair. That'd be pretty hey, That's the level they're on right now. we got to be real here. That's the level that they are on right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the United Atalanta group, uh, Villarreal beating Young Boys 4-1. Uh, I dislike both boys. of these teams very much, so just going to move on. Uh, Salzburg beating <laughs> Wolfsburg 3-1. Karim Adeyemi, the German superstar at the moment, scoring yet another goal. Really good to see him. Really Come to Arsenal, to... Adiyami. We My need God. you. Won't downgrade. The striker situation is kind of... You know, I don't know. To be fair, Albami... Oh, wait. Where, where do you think he will? We're getting there. Like, realistically, his No, I, he, could, he could actually league. come to Arsenal, like, genuinely. No, 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 I think yeah. he's a natural it, Holland replacement. Options, right? I think he's like, a natural Holland replacement. I could just... I could Dortmund. see him there. I think people oh, are saying yeah. now it's Bayern or Dortmund for him. Maybe Leipzig, but probably Bayern or Dortmund. No, I, I, Arsenal I just... would be a great fit. I, what are you gonna? I just take I, him seriously. I don't, I don't. I don't see. I don't see that happening. I don't think he'd go to Bayern either. I think a striker it, it, going yeah, to Bayern Holland right now. Holland replacement seems accurate. I, I will see him. Like Holland goes to City. I think he goes to, to Dortmund. Okay, Holland goes. Eh, okay, uh, uh, this, a downgrade. discussion for another. Time. Apparently, you know, Madrid time. aren't. They're kind of like falling out of the race here. It's, it's a one horse race as well, of now. Signing signing Holland and Mbappe in one window would, I think, be unrealistic. Exactly. So it's really it's really just us. Like no one can compete with us for for Holland right now. So eh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in the uh, two final games, uh, the only draw this week, uh, Lille and Sevilla, nil-nil. Not really much to say. And uh, Juve beating Zenit 1-0 thanks to an 86th minute uh, Dejan Kulusevski winner. Same thing so, as Barca. They're done. Yeah, two. I mean, I think Zenit. the 2015 Champions League final was Barcelona versus Juventus. And yep. here we are six minutes later. Or not six minutes later. Six years later. Uh, Both done. Dustin. Struggling. That wraps up the Champions League portion of the podcast. Another really good Champions League match week. I think we can all agree this has been nah, really top stuff good. in a uh, top level of European football. Joseph, sorry that uh, Arsenal are not a part of it. Maybe one day we'll see them again. No, no, two Give years time. Years. Two yeah, years five. time. Trust the process. Okay, Arteta Bowl. Yeah, that brings us on to our next topic: the uh, Barclays the Premier, Premier League. League. Who doesn't Arsenal, love a bit of Barclays? Three, Villa one. Let's talk. What do you think, Joseph? I mean, I think it was a great game. You know, the Brighton game wasn't wasn't all that promising. Very good defense, but you know, mm-hmm. Arsenal clearly the dominant team. We have to talk about the players individually in Arsenal. I think I liked what how we set up here, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Yeah, I think because you know it's we can't just have one of them. I think it's clear that we need both of them. Because yeah, Lacazette Aubameyang recalled himself. to the team. Had he he not started a game in a fair bit of time, I don't yeah, think, or at that. least this is the first time he's really consistently no, been like starting. That. It, it was good. I, I liked it. You know, mm-hmm. 
you know, Donna Thomas Partey getting his first goal for the club. Yeah, my party pun. Uh, I guess you could say Arsenal are having a party out there. <laughs> you know, and then the second goal, Pierre Martinez saving a penalty. When, you know, yeah. Pierre getting a rebound. It deserved a goal. And then ML Smith wrote a third. Let's talk about that third goal. What yeah, sorry. You yeah. know, in classic Arteta ball style, you know. It was a good counter, I will say that. Right. Yeah, good counter. Bombing for another back heel pass to Smith Rowe. And Smith Rowe with the pace to take on everyone. Is a deflection goal, but you know he was going to score there. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real. Just an overall good game. You know, we would we were this close getting a clean sheet, but you know, Jalen Ramsey, I'm, yeah, you got a good goal. Yeah, good finish from the new or, uh, Villa lad. I think he's a local player. Came through the academy, so always good to see that. Uh, but I Arsenal three one winners at home to Aston Villa. Good result for the Gunners. Back yeah. on track. Uh, not that far off the rest of the teams uh, further above them. No, we have level the same, on points of, with United the same right amount now. of points as United, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and United now, you know, we're looking at 10th place. Um, and we're going against Leicester next yeah, match. Yeah, tomorrow's you know, match Leicester against United. Too good. One of probably the easiest schedule in the top half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now we, we, we got an easy schedule after that rough schedule those first three games. Yeah. I think Arsenal, we might have top four shots this year if we could keep this form right whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get ahead Did of ourselves. Did you say top four? He said top yeah, four. Top, At- top four shots for Arsenal. Yeah. I'm saying it, and I will say it with pride. Okay. Okay. You, you do that, Joseph. All right. Chelsea, oh. City, Liverpool. That's the guaranteed top three. No questions. Uh, well, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think United and Spurs are just. They're both out of the book. Spurs are just unbelievably trash. No, out Spurs of, are, are out of the book. Two they're steps below good. United. Yeah, yeah. They're in and like United, the they're just inconsistent. They're, they're in they, no, they're not Brighton in have it. a chance. The way they play, look no, at the right in a bit. We'll no, right no. Well, let's talk about top four once we've gone through yeah. the rest of the matches. Because okay. that's definitely, because there's they some don't. interesting results today that really impact the top four race. Yes. But Arsenal, you know, Lakanga, I think he had a great game. Nuno Tavares, I was watching that game. He was very good. Very, very good. Still unconvinced with him. Good. Just looks a little bit little bit slow, a little bit off the pace, but he's he's been growing think, into it a bit. You know, ML Smith Rowe, I think like with this form he has recently, I think he deserves to call it an England national team. Well, interesting you should say that, and this is a good segue into the second match that we we're talking about. Chelsea seven, Norwich nil. Yeah, the bus, uh, Mason Mount the heard the Emil Smith Rowe comparisons and decided that he needs to establish who the better player is, so he promptly went out and scored a hat trick. Comparisons to Smith Rowe, I yeah. mean, just not, just, just not, you know. Come on, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't rate Mount as a player, but I rate Smith Rowe even less. So it, at the end of the day, it comes down to like Mount isn't world class, but he has potential, and he's a, he's a quality player. Smith Rowe is unproven. Um, so in the end of the day, I think you can quali- you can classify your youngsters, like your top tier, which is where I put like your, I think the top tier of youngsters right now has to be players that can perform like world-class players that are a bit inconsistent. That's where I put Mount and Greenwood and maybe Saka, depending upon how he plays. And that's also where I put players like, uh, Fatih and, um, Vinicius at like the top of that list. And then also like, you know, and then you go to like the B tier and that's where you get like your ESR, like players who are, who are starting to perform, but still have a bit of a ways to go until they get to the, uh. The you know the, the the A-list level. Yeah, today <laughs> someone sold the brakes off of Chelsea's bus. Someone sold it. I got yeah. back to the brakes. Back to the brakes. But I don't yeah. know where the gas where this prices is. went down. Oh yeah, but you know this is real prices all through the roof. Mateo Kovacic had a great game. Yeah, I think Mateo Kovacic. Clear you know, of Conte. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be better than Conte. Honestly, 
And Jorginho was actually good as well. He got like a, a decent. Yeah, he assist. got his first assist in a while. You know, usually he yeah, he didn't do anything, but like he actually had one like actually yeah. good game. Uh, Rare to Chelsea, see him pass it more than five yards. You know, it was nice seeing them not parking the bus anymore. Very nice. Yeah. Overall, that just a quick bit on Norwich here. But I don't really. It even, is Norwich, you know. What is the point of Norwich? It's a free yeah. three points. They exist. Yeah, they, you know they get relegated. Them and they, they lost just... four 0 or five 0 to Liverpool. Five 0 Five 0 Five nil. So against the big three, that's seventeen zero. No. Classic Norwich. Uh, uh, on to the next just, one, and let's this just is be here before, and let's make it clear about yeah. the Chelsea game. Yeah. Just because Callum Hudson Odoi scored a goal today against Norwich oh does not make him a better youngster than anyone else. All right, Hudson Odoi. Right, I, I put him in the second bracket with ESR. He's below ESR. That's an yeah, absolute joke. I think ESR is a joke. is a step above Callum Hudson Odoi. Yeah, come on, Callum Hudson Odoi disappears for six table. months bit, and scores one goal. Too, he doesn't add anything defensively. ESR. Well, but he plays. Well, yeah, attacking but, I mean, he's a number ten though. We don't need number tens in the, in the modern game. It's not, <laughs> I, like we. I'm not saying we don't need them, but we don't have them. So I don't think he. I mean, he played well, on I the think, left side today. As a City fan, I think you probably appreciate the number ten. You know, you have like six number tens in the team at one we don't time. Have yeah. Playing striker. <laughs> yeah. we, we have a false nine. We don't. We don't. We have a number ten. Uh, false nine. Number Even ten. Prime, what Prime is the David difference? Silva was like our only kind of number ten, but I would argue he didn't really play that position towards the end of his career. Only at the beginning. We haven't. Had, we haven't had number ten since, since Pep arrived. We haven't played one. We haven't played a, a cam. But it's you know. ESR just doesn't fit the system in most big teams. It's just how it is. Okay. I think we've had enough ESR slander digging yeah. into it a bit Speaking too much like slander, we did Eric Garcia. So, uh, so Jonathan, for anyone who hasn't, you know, obviously you guys don't know this, Jonathan makes like a little script of like the talking points for the podcast. Yeah. Chelsea won 7-0 today. And like the first point he puts under is Havertz is poor. So he's slandering them. And I mean, I don't know. Oh, I just, like I love a bit of Havertz slander. Well, 7-0 oh, I mean, winners. 7-0 win. Well, you especially probably have a, a little bit of a vendetta against Havertz. Uh, those who don't remember, Champions League winning goal against Manchester City last season. Yeah, Kieran. I rated him as a player, but like on a personal level, I have to slam him. Like it's a response. I just think he's understand. just so overrated. He's like he doesn't really provide much. He's just like big he, game. He, he just he, just, he looks like he's a half step too slow for the Premier League. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. yeah. You know, for seventy million. Like, you gotta flop. expect more. He's a flop. We'll see. Would you say he's like Sancho level and Pepe level, or is he like you know? No, Pepe, Pepe is better than Sancho him. and Pepe in the same debate. No, no, no yeah, like, come like, on. There's like Sancho and there's like Pepe, and then for me, it's Havers is just above Sancho. So Pepe, Sancho, Havers. Mm, okay, that's an interesting <laughs> list right there. Do you have a dispute to that? Are you going to try to say Pepe is better than either of those players? Yes, because Pepe clearly <laughs> could score goals. Did you, did Do you, you remember when Pepe first joined the league? Do you remember the state, the state of so his career? Bad. Yeah, it was bad, but it, he actually recovered near the end. I have not. He's been in the league that. for three seasons now, or something like that. Two seasons, maybe. Yeah, I like. I think Pepe. Oh yeah, back to Arsenal. You know, Pepe should be starting on the left, Saka on the right. No questions. Pepe on the left. Yeah, you heard me. All right, he, well, play, he plays better there. Not going to have a, any threat down the inside. That man cannot use his right foot. No. Uh, but we're we're kind of dancing around uh, this game and the game I really want to touch on. Unbelievable result. Everton 2, Watford 5. Watford. I think they probably scored five goals in their previous three Premier League seasons combined. One game to score five goals. 
unbelievable. Claudio Ranieri does it once again. Yeah, Claudio Ranieri, dilly ding, dilly dong bowl. Uh, for those who don't know, he had a famous interview and he went uh, dilly ding, dilly dong. Uh, four goals in the final 15 minutes to come back from 2-1 down at Goodison Park. So this was away for Watford. Josh King scoring a hat trick against his former club. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I watched yeah. the highlights, was not able to watch this one live. I, it's in- incredible. Uh, Rafa Benitez already disliked uh, at Goodison Park. It's only going to get worse from here. Former Liverpool manager losing it's- games like this. <clears throat> it's one of the things we talked about. It's like, I was going to bring Everton were considered maybe this is the year they make Europe. You know, even if it's not top four, maybe they make top six. Yeah. You yeah. know, the big six is a bit weak. Three of the teams aren't really doing very well. Maybe they can finish above them. They finish above Leicester Wolves, right? They're not at that level. Right now in the Premier League, there's, and I love this really. I think it's very good for the fans. There's a lot of teams that are like mid-table, like actually good teams, but not anywhere near the top four. And the league needs that because otherwise it devolves into like a big six, big seven, big eight. But you have teams like Everton, Wolves, Leeds, Leicester, Villa. Uh, Spurs, uh, Villa that are Spurs. all kind of like. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not. I'm not, not being. That's not a joke. Like, I'm being. Serious. No, he's being serious. I, I, the I, they're playing the like teams. that. Yes, I agree. And they're all in like mid table. Like any of them could finish in the European spots. I wouldn't say they could finish top four. And like Arsenal as well. Press mention but Arsenal definitely. They, they, they won't finish top four, but any of them could finish in the Europa or Conference League spots. And I think that's just really good for the league. I don't think, I, I think honestly, right now, the, who I think will finish fourth is Brighton. But we'll get to that later. But I, I just don't think any teams are at their level right now outside of the big three. I'm not, I'm not joking. This is not, I'm not being sarcastic. You can play this, save this, play it at the end of the season. I think Brighton will finish fourth. But we'll yeah, you can play it end of the season. You I'll heard it here first, folks. Corner Kicker Podcast, Kieran declaring Brighton Hove Albion, the Seagulls. Are finishing fourth place. This got to go to TikTok. This, like, this has is to backed go. up by statistics. This is backed up by the eye test. This is backed up by results. Uh, the XG right. merchants of last season. Right now, Palace. Palace. Not, not top four, but I think Palace are Palace. Like, actually. Palace can finish oh top my Have you seen goodness. the way they've been playing? They have been playing they've been, well, but. They've been, they've been getting robbed left and right of like draws, like the Mope equalizer in the 95th minute, and then today. Yeah. They, 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 had, they should have won like 4 or 5 1, but Benteke couldn't finish, and then when he did, it got ruled out for a foul in like the 88th minute, so it ended 1 1. I do think they are a couple they're, players they're away from. They're nowhere near relegation. They're close to Europe than relegation right now. They're a Benteke replacement away from okay. being top half side, I think. If they had signed like Daka, or, you know, if they signed Daka, would have been a like great sign. Not going to sign an Emmy level striker. Um, but if they had like a like a Sebastian Haller or something like that kind of striker, or even like I'm trying to think of a striker they can sign. I, I don't want to see Haller back in the prem. I don't think he needs to do that to his career. Yeah, no, uh, you don't West think he Ham. can it. No. Well, he went to West Ham and it was uh, yeah, pretty it was atrocious, not good. really. Well, yeah, it was okay. Well, he wasn't great. Yeah. Maybe like a like a, a Callum Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. I think he's Wilson's probably one of four players at Newcastle that has a chance of staying. Or uh, Joe Wellington. I like Joe Wellington. <laughs> Joe he's, he's a good player. Okay, okay, okay. He's, he's played well. Like, you can't, he's, he's obviously, like, he gets disrespected. And he deserves to be disrespected. But, like, it's it's not, you know. The time has passed where, like, the price tag isn't as important as the fact that he's starting to play a little bit better. But regardless, let's move on. Okay. Uh, just to round up the other Premier League fixtures today uh, that we didn't, well, we touched on a little bit. Uh, Southampton 2, Burnley 2. I think... Uh, Maximilian Corne got a goal today, so that was yeah. good to see from him. Good signing. Good signing, yeah. Palace won, Newcastle won. Did just talk about that. Uh, neither team really getting the result they wanted, uh, especially when you think about uh, Newcastle, new ownership, of course, high expectations. 
yada yada yada. Uh, and then the other games, uh, Leeds won, Wolves won. Uh, I was watching that game. That uh, I watched that as well. Really, really good game. Wolves, yeah, it was a good game. Wolves impressed. Uh, hostile environment at Ellen Road. Did well yeah, to get Leeds, the goal. Leeds are just coming through and coming through to end that. What's that striker's name? The youngster Rudge. for Leeds? Oh, yeah, the l- youngster for Leeds. I forgot his name. 19 yeah. years old. Yeah. He played really good. He he got the yeah, penalty. Yeah, Gerholt, Gerholt, Gerholt. Yeah. Did really well penalty. to win the penalty. Really direct play. And then him and then there was a right back. I think uh, Summerfield, I believe, is his name. Yeah. Really good uh, play at the end ball. There. Yeah. They really forced it at the end and got the penalty. Rodrigo converting. Deserved for his draw. first goal Deserved. of the season. Yep. Deserved. I agree. And then the late game, the twelve thirty kickoff, uh, Brighton one, Manchester City four. I was also watching that game. Kieran, I know you've been waiting to talk about this one. Uh, interesting first thirty minutes. I think Brighton actually kind of were maybe pushing, but then City counter. No, boom, not at goal. all. No, not at all. You didn't watch the game. Yeah, it, I it actually was, did. I actually thought Brighton were going to get a again. goal. All right, no, no, no. It was a very good game. I'm it, it, was a, so, it was one-sided first half. You're, you're looking at the best team in the world mm-hmm. versus a good team. And Potter got a lot of criticism after this, and I, I don't think it's warranted necessarily. So what he got criticism for was Brighton played, like, attacking, like, very attacking. Like, from the get-go, they were like, it wasn't working, but they were there. You could tell they were like, there was intent. They, they knew what they were going to do. Um, and on a side note, before I get into also, uh, Tariq Lamptey came back uh, for the first oh, time yeah. in like oh, 10 months. Great. He, he played game, well. Yeah. It was nice to see. Yeah. Um, he sent like freaking... the first time he's played, obviously, this season. He had that very serious sent really to the shops there. Um, so that was nice. But tactically, I didn't mind Brighton's system. And honestly, like, I, I'm obviously, City played them, right? So I, was, I didn't want them to win. But I was really focusing on some of their tactics. So I'm very intrigued by this. No, I think City absolutely dominated them in the tactics. Oh, the honestly. first half was horrendous, like, in terms yeah. of like, Brighton's defending. It all started, the first goal was a, I don't want to call it lucky. It was a mistake by the keeper. He goes up yeah. for an aerial ball with Jesus. Jesus kind of, like, bumps into him. It wasn't Yeah, it should have been a pen. Yeah, definitely not a foul. On yeah, it was more close to a foul. It falls to Bernardo. I love this. He did, like, a, he's, he's so quick, honestly, and Bernardo. Is oh right. Here we, go. Here we go. Is no, right now for me. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm, if I was being biased, I would say the favorite for a player of the year. But he's not. Like unbiased. I, I, said, I said if I was being biased, he's not. He's not. But he's a contender. He is a. He's an early player of the year contender. Him and Foden are early player of the year contenders. No, Bernardo Silva. He, I think he's severely under that. He played so good that match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if I was nominating it. six players for the the player there right now. I'd nominate Bernardo and Foden a hundred percent, and probably Cancelo. Um, and then obviously, you know, Ronaldo and Salah and somebody else, right? But it's the second goal. I don't remember the second. I think the second goal was the one that it was the first Foden goal. Um, and that was when uh, Bernardo gets the ball again, pivots, plays Grealish through. Grealish was just absolutely. I wasn't a huge fan of his performance today. Uh, a lot of yeah, fans no. were mad. Like, a lot of fans were like Grealish out, bench Grealish, whatever. He wasn't. He, I mean. I do think oh, no, he just doesn't like, have the energy as the rest of the team. Pep That's has to play him, is. though, because of the price tag. But I do think I at think, times... I do think there is a... Because he hasn't had that issue before, but I do think there is a, a factor. Yeah, he's, re- he's... he's I think he... I know for a fact he's leading the team in minutes right at the the season. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, and... But that, it was a really good assist for me. Like, he, he got past yeah. the defender, and you thought he was going to lose it. And you thought he might, like, shoot it right at the keeper. And he probably could have scored. Yeah. But instead, he, like, turns all of a sudden... Nobody sees it coming. Flicks it over to Foden. Foden scores 2-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, third goal was Grealish got a chance. This is the one where was, 
a little bit upset with him. There's one other chance where I thought he should have scored than this one. He gets the ball, not a golden chance, it's at an angle, but like his, he takes two touches, so it takes him a little bit too long. If he had taken one touch, he probably would have had a much better chance. And his shot is kind of down the middle because that when the defenders already got down on him. Um, Jesus, uh, first time, just like volley on the rebound, great shot. Uh, deflects off Foden, and then Foden, I believe, got awarded the goal. Second half, Brighton come out, you know, guns blazing. They do really well. Um, they really could have scored one or two there. They didn't do anything, and then they got a penalty with about ten minutes left. Converted yeah. it. Ender it was just, it was kind of pen. dumb. The penalty, it was a pen, but it, it was just yeah, dumb, it was a bit of a soft penalty. It was a pen. Ederson conceded. He tackles McAllister yeah. scores. Ederson gets a hand, and then in stoppage time, um, you know, ninety fifth minute or something. Brighton are playing out the back. Foden intercepts, right. plays it to Mara's five one. Yeah, but on the topic of you saying Brighton top four, this is why I would have to disagree with Brighton being anywhere near top four. It's because this game, it just proves it for me. Can Brighton do it against the big teams? No, they I think can't. It proves that they can. I'm going to. No, I, I think it proves they can't. It's the first time they got absolutely dominated by you guys. They, I think. Like, and three this is 30 minutes. Similar to Leeds, uh, they kind of play one way and they can't really yeah. deviate from the way they play. You know, playing after the back, Robert Sanchez, by the way, wow, can he really like find a pass um, from the goalkeeper yeah. position? Very accurate with the long balls. But uh, it was clear that City were well set up. Pep, obviously. Um, like, I can't they had see, done their homework. Like, they knew how to set up against yeah. when Sanchez had the ball, able to win it back and then counter really yeah. fast, which is how the goals came. Uh, I just think... I- a little bit. I agree with the idea that, that Joseph is saying about Brighton. I just um, don't think like Brighton can do this against a Liverpool, do this against a Chelsea. But they could. If this was against United or against like but even, even against in Europe, United, they I don't even think against, against a Dortmund or a Barcelona or like even like a better team like a yeah. Like but this is the problem. Like, or in the problem, if they did this against any team except yeah, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, I would argue they could probably they could probably nag a draw against like Chelsea or Liverpool maybe playing like this depending on the day. But if they're playing United or Arsenal or Spurs or Leicester or Everton, they're winning this one two three four nil. Like they, they're exceptional. No, 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 no. I'm being no. their performance today was exceptional. In the second half alone, playing any defense other than like I mean they I, couldn't beat us. Wait, hold on. Did either of you watch the game before I go into this? I did. I, I actually did watch. The I game watched the game. game. So you saw like the second half. Like, they were Ruben really Diaz good. was immense in the second half. They could have easily had, like, if he hadn't made some important tackles against a, a weaker defense, like a, a United or an Arsenal defense, three goals second half, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Two, three goals. It's, uh, yeah, they, but they that's, the same with, like, that's the same with, like, almost, like, every team. You know, the same thing against us. You know, second half, you know, they really pressed the gates on us. Like, you know, first half, Arsenal. But they didn't was, score. Like, kind of like they didn't score because their defense is good. They were already 3-0 the... down, though, so I think, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is, like... All Most, the big six teams, including Arsenal, we have we, they have good defense. That's the thing. Brighton, not good not, enough, not not good enough to uh, like the Brighton. The chances they created. This is why I'm saying Brighton are a great value for the money. They're, they're top four quality. Is there a no. team outside of the big three right now that is better than Brighton? I don't think so. Tactically, I mm, yeah. You I think argue, you could argue United squad is better, and I'd agree on paper. But on in the actual United Arsenal, United Arsenal West Ham. Arsenal, uh, no chance. West Ham, definitely. Not. Arsenal like, literally have a chance. I think you're you're going way over oh, with no, Brighton. Jonathan, here. you're you're un, I'm unbiased in this. I think no, I'm not being biased you're, here. You're more unbiased. I, Brighton Arsenal, who has the better squad, excluding the manager? Who's the Brighton better? Arsenal, who's got the better squad? Yeah, Arsenal. It's, Ar- it's, Ar- it's Arsenal. It's Arsenal. Really? Uncr- it's Arsenal. Yes. Uncr- yes. Brighton have got Solly March starting in this game. Solly yeah. March, and he played really well. I, he a lot of chances. I think the the Brighton defense, although shaky, was able to set up a platform uh, on the they attacks very well. Defense. They have a, yeah, but City were just slicing through them. 
The yeah, exactly. Like, that's the thing. That's, 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 that's true. That's won, true. Like, three or four matches, like five nil, and we're in October, right? Three or when you like four one. That, that was you know. Even in the Arsenal Brighton game, we were slicing through in the first half. It was like the same thing. Just that Arsenal Brighton played scoring. I just I think the quality have been up like two nil at least at halftime. The quality of the attack no, yeah, the is second half is when they suffered. really came together. Second half. No, no, I, remember, I watched the first half of that game. Brighton like should have scored two three goals. They they were yeah. Way but we, we have good Their defense. At the end of the game was like three. Like they, you don't they care were... about XG. It's about what goes in the back of the net at the end of the game, all right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because so if we're going to talk about XG here, then Chelsea should not be first place. If we're talking about XG, they're Brighton they're should be in the Champions League, League final by now. All right, but uh, regardless, regardless. I that's think uh, we say. should do our... Uh, let's just do that. Let's do a, each of you a top seven prediction and a relegation prediction before we Ooh, move on to the next Okay, game. sure. Uh, we're, we're at that stage of the season. We're over a quarter of the way in. So, Okay, hang on. i got to pull up all the teams, otherwise I'm going to forget someone. Let's go to the bottom of the self-score. That's the only table there. Let's, okay. do, let's, do releg- let's all do relegation first. That's relegation good. first? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 20th. Uh, you know, I'll go first, I guess. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go, you know, no question. It has to be Norwich. It does. Place. I don't think there's a lot of debate there. Yeah, it's not really that good. I think... That nineteenth place is gonna be Burnley. I just don't see much coming from them. Yeah. And then I think an eighteenth, I'm gonna go with Southampton. Southampton. You don't see you don't see Newcastle. Uh, I mean not Newcastle. No, I'm thinking you don't see Cornet changing the team. He was very good today. I thought you know. he he was good today, but like he is the only real outstanding player, and like you know. It's like Burnley, you know, last season they were this close to getting relegated. It's it was it's eventually gonna happen. I think this is the season. They don't have a win this season. Yeah. They've got four they, draws, so Yeah, it's not looking good. Nine but games. Draws, Hampton, they drew know, they, Leicester, uh they drew Leeds, they drew Norwich, and they drew Southampton. Which are like, you know, not that good. And Southampton um, teams. only have one win this season so far, and it was a one nil win against Leeds, just barely winning. Yeah, you know, I think I would say Leeds, but I think Leeds had the quality just. To stay I'll mention up. Uh, quickly: Newcastle don't have a win either. Just, um, just to clarify. They're yeah, I know, but draws. you know, the the takeover to take that into consideration. So that's interesting that you say that. I think we are giving a little bit too much credit to the takeover. I think there is a more than realistic chance they go down. I think the you look at that squad, you take out. Say if St. Maximin or Wilson, or if, if both go down with an injury, they're done. That's it, in my opinion. Because you got the no, no player. St. Maximin's injured for like a month. They're getting zero points that whole month. I think yeah. no big player, no good, no player at all is going to that team. Zero wins on the board right now. If if the January transfer window opens tomorrow, nobody is going, in my opinion. Yeah. No matter what paycheck you give them, nobody is signing up for a Premier League team with zero wins. Um, certainly, the I'm quality of players that 17th. they want. That's exactly what I was going to say next. Okay. So I, I think I Newcastle. guess I'll do mine. Uh, not that much different from yours. 20th Norwich, Yo-Yo Club. Fulham will be in the spot next season. Who cares? Uh, 19th place, I do agree with you, Burnley. I think Corne, good signing. Has looked good, but... I think he'll leave at the end of the year. I think he's he's too good for the championship, but the rest of the Burnley team hasn't really changed. Um, and they're getting on a bit. Depth, not good enough. Sean Dyche, I think, really unfair what's happened with him. Any other team, um, and certainly if they had any other manager, they'd already have gone down by now. But any other yeah. team would be rewarding a manager of Sean Dyche's quality who's done so much with so little. 
keeping them in the league for so long. Oh, yeah, this is like their first ever like big signing that they've made. Yeah, yeah. it's really crazy when you look like at seven it. Seven years or something. Yeah, and then in 18th place, as I alluded to, I think Newcastle are going down. I think oh. the takeover, yeah, it's great, but I don't think people truly realized just how big the cracks in this Newcastle squad are. You look at the defense, Matt Ritchie is playing. Yeah. like It's, it's just the goalkeepers, Dubravka, Darlow, good keepers, but making mistakes. Uh, the midfield, Sean Longstaff. Um, really, I like mean, I said, the only that goal against United. <laughs> yeah, the Longstaff brothers do like a goal against United, uh, and then really the only uh, good stuff is, in my opinion, their their main kind of front three. Although I don't know if they really play as a front three, is Saint Maximin, Wilson, and Almiron, who are three good players, but they are not three players you can rely on with when you take into account the rest of the team that can keep you in the Premier League. I just don't see enough goals. I don't see enough assists. Uh, Kieran, who do you got for relegation? So, it's a complicated question. I mean, guys, I, I think the relegation rate is going to be good this year because it's going to be like really tight and there's not going to be a lot of teams. Like, I only see five teams that could get relegated. I think there are 15 teams who have the quality to compete for Europe. Obviously, they won't all do that, but I'm just talking about like raw quality. Like, you look yeah. at like Palace, who I've been talking about how like how well they've been playing. They're 15th, right? Palace have, I think, two wins, uh, one win. They have one win. Uh, Leeds are 17th with one win. They also play very exciting soccer, right? I think 20th Norwich for sure. Like, that's without a doubt for me. Yeah. The other four teams, I think, will be in the relegation picture. And this this could change. But for now, this is who I think are the other four, like, worst teams in the division. Um, Burnley and Newcastle right now are the other teams that don't have a win. They're they're 18th and 19th. They're, they're for sure candidates for the drop. I, I, I agree with Jonathan on the, on the Newcastle point. They're, they're not they're not on the level to be even considering, you know, anything other than relegation right now. They just need to be focused on staying up. And investment-wise... I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take. If they can stay up, it'll take five, ten years. If they go down, it might take longer. Realistically, yeah. in terms of like a league title, without a fraction of a doubt, more than ten years away. There's no question. This decade, they will not win the league. There's, there's no question about that. Yeah. Watford, I think, are contenders. They obviously won up. I haven't been convinced by a single game they played. This is their first good performance, in all honesty. Oh, yeah, I just forgot about Watford. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 maybe we are giving a little bit too much credit to the, the win today, but I, what I will say is they are getting the wins, even maybe yeah. without the performances. Yeah. They don't have a super bad team team. Already are, three wins. I mean... They're, yeah, but uh, the three wins, one of them was against Norwich. Yeah. That doesn't really count, right? The, one, gotta, the other one was on opening day at yeah. home, and they had um, they had thirty eight percent possession. And I'm not saying they, they played fine, but they won three two against the Villa side, who had like literally the majority of their team was making their club debuts. Their performances have not impressed me apart from today. Mm-hmm. So I think they're contenders. I don't know if they'll go down. I think Southampton will be safe. I think they'll be like sixteenth. I'm not impressed by them. I could actually see them getting lower. Burnley are. Yeah, it is Cornet. Like he's he's the one carrying the team right now. And um, have you both put Burnley nineteenth? I put Burnley in seventeenth for eighteenth. I put him. I put them nineteenth. Yeah, I put him eighteenth. I put him eighteenth. Yeah. Who do you put nineteenth? I think I put Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. Or maybe you switched the two. I think you you had him. Yeah, I'm putting Burnley nineteenth. So we're all relegating Burnley and Norwich. So for me, it's between. I think for me, it's between Newcastle, Watford, Southampton for eighteenth. Performance-wise, I've always backed Southampton. I, I love Hassan Hoodle as a coach. I think, he, honestly, he could be a decent um, mid-season, like a replacement for Newcastle right now. 
mm-hmm. could be an option. You know, yeah. he, I think he'll definitely keep them up. He's got the got the quality to do that. Um, but past that, I don't know. Maybe they give him one more full season. Um, but there are just three teams that for me are just so far behind the rest of the league. Like, yes, Palace and Leeds are also below Watford, but I. I just don't see them going down with the quality they have yeah. in the coaching standard. Like, especially Bielsa and Vieira look like top coaches. Vieira's already emerging as one of my favorite coaches in the Prem. Um, he's really got, like, the, the Grand Potter philosophy. Um, I, I, I can't say Newcastle are going down. I just can't say it. There, there's no way. There, there's no way they go down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know. I, they don't, they, I don't think it's because of the takeover. I, just, I mean, it kind of is like, I don't think the takeover is going to impact it. But I just, can you imagine that? Like, yeah. that's like the equivalent of like City. Because City, when they got the takeover, they were like an, a European team. And then if, if they got relegated like the season after the takeover, this would be worse than that. Because the Saudis have way more money, right? Like, they could buy whoever they want. They, they could buy a whole new team in January. But I, I don't see them getting above, like, 16th max. Exactly. There's still that possibility that goes on the rest of the season. So. Uh, this is... It all comes down to the That's why manager. I'm saying it's, Southampton. It's kind of like Man United. It's kind of like Man United. Like, they could finish top four easily if they got a good manager, or they could end up, like, eighth, right? But it's... All right, I'll back Newcastle for 16th. I don't think they're going to really good. So then... I think it has to be Southampton here. Like I, I feel like you're Watford, hitting... though. Wolf. Watford, Ranieri, can he do it? Can he do it? I I think Ranieri. The next, the next three mm-hmm. games. Let me while you while you continue. I'm going to see I, Watford's the other thing next is, like, games. Ranieri's are... not going to make it till Christmas, just because it's Watford. <laughs> like that's just like I don't care if he wins every game; he's still getting sacked. Like it's well, this could be so, next week. Munoz was an incredible coach. Like he yeah, I think on, like, sacking him was a little silly, but like he won them two games in like seven matches. I don't know what they next week but... they play Southampton. Oh, oh yeah, that's a, that's a that, six pointer. Yeah. yeah, that is a six pointer. Here's what I think. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Okay. I could see Rolf Hasenudel going to Newcastle, and then Southampton getting relegated. I think that I could see that happen. If that happens, I think Southampton will definitely get relegated. Watford. I I don't trust Ben Foster in goal. He's like such a terrible goalkeeper. Cycling GK. And it's like, I wouldn't notice if he didn't have the YouTube channel, but now, like, every time he messes up, it's like, oh, he's just going on the channel. Um, but. All right, I'm going to say. What it comes down to it is based on individual quality. I think the coaching standard at Southampton is better, but I think that could change because Hasselbo could leave. So I'm going to say, based on individual quality, Southampton don't have a better team than Watford right now. So I'll say Southampton get relegated. I'll agree with Joseph wow. on um, on my bottom three. So we've got Brentford newly promoted side and Watford newly promoted side all in agreement or both staying up. Oh, yeah. Barely. Yeah. Well, Brentford, Brentford. No, Brentford. Brentford, Brentford de- I think Brentford are definitely. comfortably staying up. I, Brentford, they, no, they Brentford I think, like, 14th, maybe. Yeah. They've impressed me. Yeah. Right. I think now going away, soon, I away to Brentford is, does not look like an enjoyable experience. Yep. Yeah, we saw the the Premier League simulation had Southampton not win a game and Brentford finished top four. So you know, make of that <laughs> supercomputer. We all love it. All right, top all right. seven. Uh, Should we go seven to one? Yeah, I think kind of be right. a little uh, anticlimactic if first, we started I went first. first last time. Yeah, sure. Why don't you get get us started here? Hmm. All right. Looking at the table right here, I like. I'm not going to judge off of right now because you know, beginning of season is completely different from. End of season because you know last season we had freaking Southampton like the top kazoo four. title race. Yeah, exactly. So 
You know, I'm not and doing the judge off good. now. Yeah. So we're going from seven to one. I think in seventh place, it's definitely possible we might see a wolf or wolves. I think wolves mm. might be seven, eight, nine, somewhere near there. They've they've they they've looked good. Well, you can't go seven, eight, nine. Do you think they're finishing seventh? Yeah, this is a season prediction. Like this is not no ifs, buts. By the uh, way, um, wolves have there are only four sides in the division that have less goals than wolves. Mm. How many goals does Huang yes. have this season, Huang Yichun? Yeah, Huang has been All good. good uh, All right, Huang so Yichun. I think I'm gonna go bold here. I'm going Spurs in eighth place. By the way, he, he's registered as a midfielder uh, <laughs> on one football. He has four goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's really good. He's I, I think that top signing and i think he could be really yeah. crucial i'm gonna go bold here okay. spurs are not making it to the top seven they've just not impressed me enough this season their only real good standout player is sun for me personally they're came... in fifth right now i'll just note they are in fifth but like look at the their only wins are, are like easy teams it's newcastle like they haven't beaten good teams before ah. from city obviously okay just making sure you didn't forget that like yeah, but you know, after that city win, have they really impressed you? Yeah, no, 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 hundred percent. They have that purple patch at the end. And of the I season, think you know, wolves. You know, yeah, what, yeah, the three one nil wins though. That's not really a purple patch. No. Like, well, it did, Huang, it did beat city. I, I think wolves will get seven. They lost two games in a row, three nil. <laughs> True. Yeah, wolves in seventh place, and then in sixth place, I think I think Brighton will get six. I think, yeah, I think they'll just slip in. We are going to go. Very is not putting him in his front seven, which is like you know despicable. We're going to have very United are going to get yeah. fifth place. I United, I write this down. Yeah, get this down. We are going to need to do a recap at the end. Yeah, United fifth place, Arsenal in fourth. Oh no! Okay, all right. Should I just not count this one? Okay, wash Liverpool in third. Damn, it's tough. I I I don't I think Chelsea are gonna win the title here. Chelsea first and City second. Wow, that is That's, so. Wait, Chelsea actually believes it though. But Arsenal Wolves United. seventh, Brighton sixth, United fifth, Arsenal fourth, Liverpool third, City second, Chelsea first. It. I'm sticking with it. Oh my god! You know I might even go Brentford top ten. <laughs> well, top ten. Uh, you were gonna mean, say Brentford top seven? Yeah, I like to top Brentford top four. <laughs> Maybe Super maybe computer. West Ham, but I I haven't seen enough consistency from them yet. Oh my god! Okay. Um, <sighs> All right, Jonathan, wow. you next. I'll be tabbing your responses. Okay. So Bold. seventh place. So this is what is seventh now? Is that Conference League? I don't think it that's is. the Six, Conference League. Seventh conference, conference League. Okay. And I think that spot gets taken by the League Cup. So. Okay. But no, no. What happens is if the, the League Cup winner is outside the top seven, or even if it's seventh place, League Cup is a Europa League, and this out is for leagues in general. The, the League Cup is usually the Europa League. That's the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. And then just like... So, for example, if Brentford and Wolves won the, the League Cup and the and the uh, FA Cup respectively, fifth place would be Conference League. And if, like, you know, Watford won the FA Cup, then fifth would be Europa, sixth would be Conference. And obviously Watford would get, you know, Europa. Okay. okay. So, th- this prediction is not going to be nearly as ridiculous as Joseph's. Uh, seventh place, I have Arsenal. That's respectable. That's uh, I, I think the, they'll do better than last season. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's European soccer. I don't know. Yeah, it's, about you're going for no, yeah, no, no Thursday nights to Thursday true. nights. That's that, all that I'm saying. Thursday nights. I think we're doing better this season because you know, since we don't have any European football, you know, 
that is an advantage over all the other top six teams. Think Basically, what you're saying there is seventh place we in have European more football is a huge achievement for Arsenal, which I think is no, exactly where the saying, club is right no, now. No, no, I'm just saying our players have more rest this season than the other teams. That We have an advantage over you guys. Okay, yeah, but you're it, 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 it kind of you know equals out with the actual quality of the team, but whatever. No, no, no. no. The quality seventh place, I, I have Arsenal. Uh, sixth place, and this is where you know things. I mean, it may be a little boring, but I, I this I feel like this happens every year. Oh, Brighton fourth. Oh, that's gonna happen, and then they just they just decline. So, uh, sixth place, I do have Spurs. Um, you're, you're playing it safe here. Yeah, Spurs. I th- those two could flip flop. Arsenal could get six, but I, I just I see I'm Spurs sixth, banking on the fact that Kane actually starts playing like a professional footballer. Uh, he's finished. Okay. Yeah, he's finished. That's coming <laughs> from the guy who is willing to you send a hundred million over today. He, he, he's oh yeah yeah. Said Sky Sports, you're going to ask me one day we lose a game. Uh, oh, Pep, do you want a striker now? Oh yeah. So for for context, he's like, so it's, Sky Sports report. I obviously got the big one today. Um, you think it's like it's fine that you didn't have a striker? You know, seeing looking back at it, did you not really need one? He's like, you know, next time we lose a game, and we don't score. You're going to ask why we didn't buy a striker. So it's you know, it's the way it is. And I agree with that. That's a that's a funny oh, comment, and it's true. So sixth place, I have Spurs. Um, <sighs> oof. Okay, fifth. I feel like I've I've trapped myself here, but this is this is a very bold call. <laughs> um, I guess I'm I'm gonna have to go for it. <laughs> you guys aren't gonna like this one. I fifth place. I think I, think I know. And it's 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 off one man, one man only. <laughs> now we're you know, United or higher up. I know who we just got to. West Ham United. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. No, I absolutely no. They they've slowed down a little bit. Um, they play tomorrow. They did beat Everton last week. Um, lost to Brentford. They do have week Europe, before. They're doing well. In they do have Europe. They're doing well. It's not a good thing though. Like first time European clubs never do well the next season. I do no agree with that. I do agree with that. But I look at the squad. I look at the squad. Good depth, I think. Signings, Kurt Zuma, good, really good signing in my opinion. Um, Nikola Vlasic coming back to the Prem, I think he's not been brilliant, but he can. There's a little bit of magic there, and then particularly in the attack, Jared Bowen, Saeed Ben Rama, Mikhail Antonio. I see this team. Here's what I think they go. They're doing well in Europe now. I think they have a shocker. Um first or second knockout round in the Europa League. Go out of that just because it, it kinda giving they're kinda giving me Leicester vibes of like, you know West yeah, India. Yeah, they're good enough to, you know, make it into Europe, but then they're just they kind of hit their ceiling in a way. Yeah. Um and by the way, if anyone's not familiar before we move on, this is very important. The Europa League this year is different. The group winners, this is not a thing in the Champions League. Obviously, the Europa League has a round of 32. Mm-hmm. The group winners don't play that. They get a bye to the round of 16. Yes. And it's the, the second-place teams play as, like, the, the unseeded teams in a, in a round of 32 or, like, a playoff round against the, the third-place teams from the Champions League. So mm-hmm. just, that does affect the fact that, like, West Ham look like winning their group, 
which means they'll probably play two less matches. The most recent round sixteen. Yeah. No. But then once they get into that 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 first knockout round that they would if they got first, I just I I, I have a bad feeling. Like you said, first time European uh, attendees, I just I don't have a good feeling. Which I'll means they get knocked sure. out, and then they can really focus on the league and. I think Mikhail Antonio, Saeed Ben Rama, uh, Declan. I haven't even said Declan Rice's name. Um, it's a fantastic. Season. I think that's enough quality to Did get him. Target fifth. United, target. Um, fifth, sixth, and seventh. That that is who I'm saying for fifth, sixth, and seventh. Although I do think those three could change, but I'm, I'm sticking with what I, who I said. Sticking with that's who I said. Very similar to last season. Other part from West Ham. That's pretty like you know, yeah. conservative. Okay. Decent. Fourth place, and this is where shots are going to get fired here. This isn't United, like we're muting you. So. <laughs> it's going to be Liverpool, I can already tell. <laughs> it's going to be City. Watch. It, it won't be. It's, no. it's, not, it's not City. Fourth place, I, you're, you guys are going to like... Well, I mean... Fourth place, I have Liverpool. No, yep. It's, <laughs> I could see it coming. They're, they're not. Yeah, it's like, I, and it's not it, a good prediction. My, it's, good uh, prediction. it's it's kind of it's a gut feeling more than anything. Um, no, it's, it's just wrong. It's it's, it's a gut wrong. feeling more than anything. I, for I me, can understand where he's coming from with this. Though. I can for understand. me, said this like two months. The ago. reason why this happens is the the midfield for me. The attack great. The defense great. I'm not a fan I'm just of Liverpool saying the midfield. fact that Liverpool cannot actually they don't like, really need a win big games. They, they have a lot of long balls. They they do I mean, play long ball, but I, I just functions as a midfielder. Like that's how they play. I I just don't. I've ne- once Wijnaldum left, and you know, Thiago, I just uh, Thiago, not really it for me. Keita, not really it for me. Harvey, El- if Harvey Elliott doesn't whatever he did broke twist his ankle, I don't know. Back. Terrible injury. If, if he's fit, I actually maybe my fourth and third place switch. He doesn't start though. He was starting, and for me, he, nah, he, he was like he was, good. He, could be, he was he good. was really becoming he's a key okay. player. He's, okay. he's not very good. But that it's that third midfield position that, and it kind of is like the United defensive midfield position. Um, but when I go to United, you'll see why I have them have them above Liverpool. Um, obviously they're going to score goals, but I don't know. I just. I, I just see something happening. I don't know why. It's probably just me wishful thinking, but whatever. I'm just whatever. saying it's Liverpool and the fact that they can't actually do good on big games. Um, I'm saying that. Yeah, maybe the big game thing will hurt them. I will see. They they are relatively untested. Uh, the Chelsea game, obviously 1-1, red card as well. City um, game, City were dominating City them. dominating them. Yes, I agree. So it's, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Third place... It's where my head goes off. Uh, United, you know, if you, I, I'm so disappointed that I can't say we're going to be title contenders because, realistically, uh, with the money they should be. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, should tomorrow, be. tomorrow, we'll see. I mean, if we, I'll, I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting for you. Like, uh, uh, that's a first. Yeah, I'm rooting for United tomorrow too. Cause I don't. I need, be I, need all, I need all on the job until the derby. Like, I'm okay, not, okay. It really, really, that's having, like, that's bold because I think. we're Pretty dominant. Uh, I, w- I want to see recently. Cole Palmer play. I want to see a Dozy play. We can't do that if Zidane's in the dugout. So, you know. <laughs> okay. Um. So I do have United third, and uh, for one reason, one reason alone. Here it is. You know it. You know it's coming. Uh, third place not United. Fred. You know, interesting statistic. Not not Fred. You know, Fred. United I had don't a think twenty game league away unbeaten. I, I, I knew this. I knew this. What was happens coming. next? I knew like, this was you know. coming. I knew this was coming. 
it's it, it's just you know facts. Yeah, the Leicester game. I don't think we touched on it last episode because we recorded the night before. Leicester game just actually. If I go only at United, should we win four two or uh, not win four two? Lose four two and have you know our youngster score one of the greatest goals of his career and Rashford come back after four months and score. Oh yeah, back to like the two perfect goals for that scenario, and we still lose four. I want to switch West Ham and um, Brighton. Jonathan, maybe think it's kind of right there. Okay, well, we'll we'll get back to you. No changes. No interjection. You can't be switching. You can do it when Jonathan's done, and I'll consider it. Okay. So that's why I've united third. Ronaldo, I think the Ronaldo effect, I think he will kick on, as I touched on earlier. Yes, maybe tactically we're not quite as good, but I, he's going to put the ball in the back of the net. And Varane coming back from the knock that he got for France, he'll be crucial. Lindelof, who can't defend out of the team. So I'm, I'm hopeful for third. I'm hopeful for third. Then here we go. Top two. I don't want either of them to win it. So just get that really out of the way. For Chelsea to win it, though. I prefer Chelsea to win it, but I do have Chelsea. If City win it, it's also for production. So I have Chelsea second, City first. Um, kind of hard to believe that I'm really saying that, especially with the whole no striker thing. But Odin false nine. Though. I don't. Yeah, definitely a player. You guys have played, you know, like fans. six different players at false nine. Feels like, and they've all looked good there. So I, it's it looks, just, but it looks like Foden. Right tech, now. Yeah, Foden. Like, Foden there looks really. Foden solid, and maybe Bernardo. Yeah. I like Bernardo. In the team too. is just set up so well right now. It's, cr- I mean, the Brighton game today, crazy. I mean, the quality. It, it was. I'm gonna stop. I hate. I hate myself for saying this. So yeah, there's that. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea second. I do think. Chelsea, probably more of a, I don't know, maybe more of a, like a, I, I don't really know the right verb for, or adjective, but they're, they're a good team, Chelsea. Um, uh, first or second quality, for sure. I don't know, I just feel like they're missing the, the like, fifth gear attacking spark that I feel like City can have, where, you know, if they're struggling in a game, all of a sudden, one play, boom, City all of a sudden get a goal. I just don't really see that from Chelsea. I feel like if the game tactically isn't going their way, Tuchel does have the quality to change things up, but I feel like where they lack is the moments of individual brilliance where like someone like a Kevin De Bruyne brings for City. Uh, I feel like Chelsea are a little bit lacking there, especially midfield. So it's yeah, kind of they why... They have individuals. They, that's why I feel that City have got the individuals and the team play. Chelsea may be better okay. team play, but the individuals just don't compare. They don't have, um, they don't have a De Bruyne, they don't have a Cancelo, they don't have a Diaz, they don't have a Foden, they don't have a Grealish, they don't have a Mahrez, they don't have a Jesus. They don't have right, a, there is only Mirage, one of one of each of those players, so you know that's you know there's no that's like, true. Well, there's I no mean, there there's nobody on the same level as JG10. That's Jack Grealish. That's true. But hey, you, know, Joseph you may not have 10. another De Bruyne and you may not have another Rodri, but if you put the two together, you got Fred. So it's you know okay. It's he's uh, he's he's a good. I don't understand the slant. The Rack and player. All right, Kieran, uh, we are into the 90th minute of this episode, so we do need to start wrapping things up. So let's hear your seven. All right. So my predictions, uh, I'm really not sure, but here's how we're going to – it is just for all of our viewers, it's past midnight because Jonathan decided that we were going to start this at like 10.30 because we wanted to watch the movie. So. Yeah, too uh, bad. My predictions, uh, so what we're going to do is I've, I've, I've got to use the restroom. Really I made a list no, of I think my top half for a while. Obviously, the current top three are Chelsea, City, Liverpool. Not necessarily in that order, but that's definitely a top three. And also, not necessarily in that order, My the rest of my top ten is going to be Brighton, Spurs, United, West Ham, 
Uh, Everton, Arsenal, Leicester. The only change I made was uh, I took Wolves, who are 10th, and replaced them for Leicester, who are 12th. Um, I think I little backstory. Everton for a few years before I think Brighton are like arguably my second team now. Everton for a while were my second team. Um, second team. I mean, this is City fan talking right here. He's got his second team. <laughs> Unbelievable. So a years ago, right? Unbelievable. Well, I was back. It was like a really cool team. I'd love to see him win a trophy. But a couple of years ago, I was in England. I was I was watching a City game. It was yeah, a great time. Um, and obviously, we were there. It was like spring break or something or a long weekend. So we had a couple other days. So we went to Liverpool. Um, just to go sightseeing and all that stuff. Uh, it, was, it was very nice. But on that day, they were playing against Man United. Everton were playing against Man United at Goodison Park. I was thinking about getting tickets, um, and we just never did it. We, you know, we still had a great time. But we got back to the hotel in Manchester, and I watched the game on the TV, and uh, Everton won 4-0. So that was uh, you know, a great experience. And they're, they're just they're Everton. Like, they, they, play good, they play good soccer. But they always end up at the top of the table up until the end, and they just bottle. So for me, Everton, not, uh, not a top seven contender. So I'm going to erase them, right? Said to make it short. Yeah, like I said, speed it up here. We do need to all start right, ending right, things. Right, right, right. I've got to use the restroom as well. <laughs> I've been holding it in. That's kind of your, your problem. Though, like really yeah, cool. personal okay, issue there. Another team that I don't think are going to be in Europe are Leicester. So Leicester yep, are yep. third in the Europa League group right now. And as I mentioned, if they finish second, they got to play an extra round compared to like Champions League and the first place teams. So for me, Leicester are not are not finishing top seven. No, they, no. they look they look They're tired. Not. They don't have any big weapons. Like yeah. Daka should not be their main goal scorer. He's not mature enough yet, um, so I'm, I'm taking Lester out. So that leaves nope. just eight teams. Okay, now we get into like the real predictions, the the real like real real predictions. Seventh place for me. This is between two teams, um, and the team I'm going to go with for seventh. I won't I won't spoil the you know the you know, suspense or anything. Really between three teams. I think we know who those are based on the teams that are left. For me, seventh place is going to be what? Well, I don't understand that. You said you're not going to make any suspense. You were quiet for like ten seconds. What is yeah, that? I know. I said I'm. I'm holding the suspense. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, you know, seventh place is so tough. There are three teams that I think are like in contention for the sixth and seventh spots. My top five are are, are like maybe they're not clear in my head. I don't know. Um, in seventh place. Seventh place, I'm going to say, not them, I think they're, they're better. Whoever's making the clicking noise, please stop. It's Kieran. It's, it's, not, it's Kieran. not me, it's not me. I'm it's literally you. You <laughs> <laughs> make a decision already, you're the last right, one right, to right. go. I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, uphold the, the you know, the, you know. You're not, <laughs> you're just wasting our time. All right, uh, seventh place. Just say it. Sorry. It's actually such a tough decision. All right, so Joseph said Wolves. Jonathan said Arsenal. I think I got to agree with, uh, with Jonathan. I'm going to say Arsenal for seventh place. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> You're going to put Spurs above Arsenal? It's a joke. Oh, I didn't say that. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. Oh. Sixth place. I'm going to put Spurs. Oh. <laughs> Again, so far, the same as Jonathan. So it's, you know, seems to be uh, uh, Joseph didn't put either of these teams. Oh, no, he put Arsenal fourth, number one. So I'm being legit with that, by the way. 
VAR I'm sure you think you are. Right. I'm just saying that VAR doesn't mess around with us, and you know, definitely for sure. Fifth place. All right, this is one of the harder decisions I'm going to have to make. I think we know who I'm debating between fourth and fifth. Um, you know, <sighs> two teams that are opposite in many ways. You know, free flowing soccer, attacking manager. Don't do it. Everyone has you know. Don't do it. Everyone employs Harry Maguire. <laughs> I you know. <laughs> don't do I don't want to do it. Don't do it. Well, I think I have to. I, I think swear I have to. God. I'm gonna, you're gonna put Man United fifth. No, oh, and Bulls. who are you putting fourth? Uh, Brighton and Hove Albion. Man United that, fifth, Brighton fourth. I've, that is uh, worse than my prediction. I, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, you can mock me all you want for the prediction. I will mock you all I want. I, I, I don't. I, I really, I really don't see any team finishing above Brighton outside the big three. I, I genuinely don't see a team with better quality than Brighton. Right? You can dispute me all you want, but like they're actually so good. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't see any weaknesses in their team. United have an obvious weakness. Spurs have an obvious weakness. Arsenal have an obvious weakness. West Ham have an obvious weakness. Leicester have an obvious weakness. Brighton don't have any weaknesses in this team, right? They're on the level. They're going to be finishing in Europe at some level. I don't know why Jonathan didn't put them in his top. Seven. I I don't I don't know where the goals are coming from. Neil Mope is actually doing well. Let me, I'm going to look up right now how many goals he has. He, he has goals. I'm going to say he's got goals. four. Four, you said? That's what I think. I will be right back. Okay. I've yeah, had enough of this. Right. There's only four players with more, more goals. The only players with more goals than four are Salah, Vardy, Antonio, and Mane. So it's, you know... He's got more goals than Pinaldo. He's, you know, he's clearly playing well. Yeah, but who else in the Brighton team is scoring? Uh, I don't know. They they have goals. They're they're scoring goals. From I mean, who? they only have like nine right now. They're not scoring a lot of goals. They're also defending really well. Yes, they're defending well, but mm, I just yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously they're not scoring a lot of goals. I'll, I'll be honest, they're not scoring a lot of goals. Sanchez, though, top goalkeeper. Very Defenders. Yeah. Lamptey is back. He looks from what he played today. This is his first Tore game back. Four up months. Grealish, unbelievable. Oh yeah, well, not really Grealish. Grealish got subbed off, but <laughs> it was um, who was playing. Uh, I think maybe Foden got moved out left, and he was just kind of he, he, he was really going for the hat trick today. I'll be like, he should have passed the ball. Like he would have scored a couple more, and he was just like just shooting for everywhere. Cucurella yeah. is a very competent left back. He looks fantastic. Webster, Dunk, Duffy, um, fantastic center back development as well. Can play center back, right back. Burn can play left back in midfield. Basuma, we're not sure what's going to happen with that on the bench again today. Uh, you know, yeah, some Basuma, off-field activities. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Mac Allister and Mwepu look like fantastic number 10s, and they really fit a system. Gross is, is a decent rotation option. Lalana, March are both all right. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie, they're not amazing, but they're, they're good enough. Uh, That's Connelly, the weakness Mate, of the team Trisard, right there. Alzate, yeah. Welbeck, um, Lacadia, all decent. Lacadia maybe not, but the rest of them are all, all good enough. I see them finishing top four. I don't see any weaknesses in this team. I don't know how you can look at the other teams in the league and then look at that Brighton <laughs> midfield and attack and say that that's a top four side. I'm sorry, but a midfield trio <laughs> of like, okay, Bistuma, assuming he's not, you know, in jail. Yeah. McAllister and Grocer Lalana right now is like. Grocer Lalana. They're just not good players. Yeah, good yeah, players. Lallana, no, they're, they're not. Players. No. I don't understand the slander. All right. Well, regardless, we we gotta move on. They're not okay. top four. All right. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's 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 just let's just go. Third place, Third place. I'm gonna say Chelsea. You guys have both put them in the top two. Ooh. I disagree. I don't wow. think they're they're all that. Okay. 
just going to briefly say this is the same team lost five two last lot to, to West Brom. Like, this well, that that's also their like only loss in the past like twenty. Years. It's also the same I, I team that beat you guys they in the final. No, no, they literally like, got like they they were so bad against Man City. I don't see them like like how do you lose that badly? Zero shots on target, zero chances created in ninety minutes. Zero chances created. Well, I mean, look at their play style. For 13 minutes and created four chances. How do you not create a chance in 90 minutes as a team? Well, because, you mean, they're parking the bus and you're going against Brighton. Once again, not that good of a team. No, I'm talking about Chelsea going against Man City. But they're they're not good enough for me. Liverpool second, obviously, they have a very good team this year. They look very, you know, look fantastic. Very good team. Um, And, of course, Man City first. So that's my prediction. We've got two people saying City to win the league, one saying Chelsea. Everyone thinks uh, City, Chelsea, and Liverpool will make the top four. The other team is Arsenal for Joseph, United for Jonathan, which he did put in third, and Brighton for me. Uh, in the Europa League spots, Joseph has United and Brighton. Jonathan has West Ham and Spurs, and I have United and Spurs. So clearly, um, United and Spurs seem to be uh, very much in that race. And uh, in seventh place, Joseph has Wolves and uh, Jonathan and I both for Arsenal. So in terms of the overall rankings, I would say it seems like it would go City, Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, United, Spurs, Arsenal, and then Brighton. So, so that seems to be the the top four of our top seven of our to combine them all. Yeah, that's about right. Okay, I think Arsenal should be higher. Well, I think we probably did a bit better job than the supercomputer, but we're still probably going to get probably two of those right by the end of the year. I think our prediction yeah. will emerge as like 100% right. Okay. No, 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 no. If Brighton finished top four, I. I want you to have. It will happen. Top hands four. up. Uh, my hands are raised if they finish top four. Wow. Just wow. I, I will legitimately eat a hat. I eat a hit. Joseph will be eating it. Ladies and gentlemen, Joseph will eat a hat if Brighton finished fourth. I'll be holding you to that. I'm going to remember that. And what about for Arsenal finishing top four, guys? No. No. I, I will I will eat two hats if that happens. Okay. I will eat this chair if they finish top four. Okay. You heard it first. Right, yeah. Okay. Sure. On to the last topic of the night, and we'll keep this brief because this episode is going to be very long. Uh Liverpool versus Manchester United tomorrow. We just wanted to do a quick preview. Um United injury doubts, and this is maybe the most major thing going into this match. Uh Anthony Martial, Fred, Marcus Rashford. And really the key one, Bruno Fernandes. Although I did hear a couple hours ago that both Bruno and Marcus Rashford were both in the traveling squad, which uh, we've seen this before from Ole, where it looks like, oh, maybe players aren't going to make it, especially Bruno. This has happened before. And all of a sudden he's in the first team, plays brilliantly, no concerns. So we'll see. Um, for Liverpool injuries, the really the only one is Thiago. He's a doubt. Um, obviously Harvey Elliott's still going to be out for a while. So two midfielders who, like I said in my, uh, top seven prediction, I think that midfield areas where they could be let down, although those cracks are not being shown right now, but I think tomorrow's game will be very telling for both sides of, um, aspirations for the title top four. Um, Liverpool, of course, want to win a Premier League title. Salah, in the form of his life, they've got the attacking quality to win a Premier League title. Um, I'll be interested to see the midfield battle. Um, for United, it's going to more than likely be, if the Fred injury is for real, it's going to be McTominay and Pogba, uh, which I have never liked it when the two of them play together in the pivot. It never works. Pogba cannot play in the pivot. Um, I don't know. We'll see. 
at home for United at Old Trafford. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Uh, Kieran Joseph, any thoughts before the game begins tomorrow? No, I have some hope for United coming on in. Mm-hmm. I think I think know, we can. I'm gonna win go this. off my I, game I prediction really here. I'm be. saying I'm saying United two one. Okay, Ronaldo last minute goal. This is a huge game for both sides. Would like, like that. For United, yeah. obviously, it's huge. Like, they go 10. Yeah, they go 10 plays if they lose. I mean, I don't know. I'm if not you lose this if game, they win, I, I think they go like fifth or something. Right? No, I think if you guys lose this game badly, it's always sitting in the Oh, side. 100% always out if they lose. Do you guys know what stadium this is at? This is at Old Trafford. Okay, that changed it a oh, little yeah. bit. But I was saying for Liverpool, right? They're clearly title challengers. Everyone knows they're in like the big three right now. I put them second, but I think the general consensus is that right now they're third in terms of like what people's expectations are. I think in terms of like title chances, most people think they have like the third highest chance City and Chelsea are a notch above them. And it's yeah. like, it's true to a sense, right? They've played City and Chelsea at home. They, they didn't win either. They drew City and they really should have lost. They were very lucky not to, like, to end the game with 11 men and not to concede more goals. And against Chelsea, they played a full half. Um, with um, plus a penalty with, with you know, a, a, a man up, and they didn't score. They couldn't score in the entire second half despite a first-half red card for Reese James. So it's, are they going to compete on the big, in the biggest games? Atletico aren't that big of a game. When they go, like, for example, Old Trafford, you know, it's a, it could be a tricky test. We don't know what to expect from United. I don't think they need to win this one. I think they need to win this one seriously. They need to win, like, by a few. Goals. Yeah, comfortably. Otherwise, like, they're not going to be touted as, like, you know, big, big, they want to be big contenders. They want to be favorites, right? That's not going to happen unless they score at least like three goals. And for United, huge questions are going to be asked, you know, win or lose. I, and they have to put in a good performance because they haven't put in, I haven't seen a single good performance since opening day. I think in um, a sense, the performance for United could be more important than the result. I think oh, we yeah, have the, they, yeah. if, they if play we play well and draw, that's going to be way better than like, if we have that lethargic, you know, way that we tend to start games in the first half, slow conceding chances on the break. I think if that happens, I mean, we're talking oh, yeah. really, really serious like, questions in his current forum. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll kill you. He can you punish know? mistakes. No, Bruno would be a huge knock. He's been a little inconsistent in the league, to be fair. But he was really good in midweek. Um, yeah. So, and he's had a good start to the season. Like, it's not his start to the last season was better. Um, I mean, he was like he was he was he, I, I won't say at the start of last season he was he was really on near player of the year level. Like, he was the second best player at least for like the first few months. Mm-hmm. Um, before the De Bruyne injury crisis, he was the best player after him. And then obviously you had your Ruben Diaz at that point, but <laughs> and Harry Kane. But until then, like. He, I don't see where the goals are coming from on this United side. And by that, I mean, I know who the goal scorer is going to be. Like, there's only one. But I don't see where the creativity is coming from. Pogba, he has good games. He has bad games. You can't rely on him, you know, every week. Sancho, he only has bad games so far. Um, Greenwood, I don't think he's ever passed the ball in his life. Rashford, he was, like, good, I guess. Like, he hasn't played a big game. And, you know, he hasn't started a game, I don't think. Like, he just he doesn't, doesn't really stay He fit. started at uh, midweek, I believe. Yeah, but that's not league though, so it's oh, not the same. This he's just this is this will be. His, yeah, but he, he, it's a big, it's a big I, game. I think he starts Rashford, tomorrow. Rashford, Greenwood, you know, I wouldn't trust them. I think I think they'll start. I think it'll be Rashford, Greenwood, Ronaldo should be the, the, the front three. But I don't know. I, I don't see where the goals are coming from. I see probably a three-one Liverpool win. Um, probably my expectation. Liverpool need this. They, they need one hundred percent. I'm rooting for United, but but Liverpool need this more. I think that'll show. United. I think they can get away. I think Ole can get away with losing this. 
honestly. I like I hear what Joseph said about like how Ole would like lose his job or maybe there's I am sure we all agree that like Ole could lose his job if they lose his right. Obviously he doesn't deserve to be in the job. He hasn't if it's imba- if it's if it's bad and if you know the crowd really gets against them, I think we're looking think, at a no, potential I think he could lose like three 0 and keep his job easily. Really? Three four nil lose. Okay. No. Yeah. I think I, if I he loses this, this if he loses this one, it's it, he's done for good. I think if it's a one nil loss and it's a close game, he's fine. But yeah. if, if it's if it's embarrassing, like embarrassing. he were embarrassing. There, the the excuses it. are there, right? No Bruno, Liverpool, you know. He's probably gonna say something about the refs if he doesn't get like four pens, but you know. It's neither Bruno nor Ronaldo scored a pen this season, just saying. Haven't they like taken them though? Like that's we haven't gotten a pen this season, I don't think. No, Bruno really, had really. he had a pen. Yeah, Did he, he have a pen? Bruno it. might have had a pen. Actually, you're right. Oh, he might have. Yeah, remember he skied it. Oh, right. Oh, you know. God, I yeah, forgot. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Top for Clown. He played a wonderful through ball though. I Sterling picked up the ball like the match being played at the same time at the Eddie had. It really just sailed across the city. Nice. Well, well, I think uh, we'll conclude here with my prediction. Two uh, 0 United. Salah doesn't score. Uh, I'd back that. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't back it, but I like it. You know? Okay, fair enough. All right, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, you are a true corner kicker fan, a true fan of the sport. Um, like we said at the beginning of the episode, uh, stay tuned for probably a Monday, I think we're thinking, is going to be the recap of this match and El Clasico. No Ronaldo, no Messi. Be very interested to see uh, who the star performers are in the years to come in El Clasico. But uh, that'll be all from us, so uh, thank you for listening. We're done.